The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. Oh, yeah, we are back, baby, hanging out with you on this Tuesday Sports Day. Jiggy Sports YouTube Network. He's B. Gunn. He's B. Brooks. I'm R. Ellis. What's happening, guys? How we doing? It's your world. It's your world. I'm just a guy trying to make it happen in this sports talk realm. Yes, didn't, sir. Didn't, yes, I, sir. didn't I just talk to you guys like five hours ago, it seems like? It, it, was, it, <laughs> was, more like, it was more it, like 21 hours ago. It, it's like... Time just flies, man. It's like not enough hours in a day to do a lot of stuff that you need to do or want to do. Wow, man. There's never enough time in a day. Never. My I hear goodness. You. I hear you. What up, Doc? What up, Decoy? What up, Steve? Yeah, Duck. I'm still I'm still Christian. in the office, man. Yeah. Spot yeah, I know. City. T Car. How my sister Brandon, doing, man? Tyler. She's uh she's downstairs John, on the she's downstairs well. on the couch now. Philly five five nine. Um uh, telling me what to do. Can you get this? Can you get that? So I gotta I gotta I gotta bow up and Run she's around doing better. her stuff. Huh? She's feeling better. Still, still, you know, a little tired, but feeling better. Um, you know, she got you know got some meds and um was so that between her, that, huh? Was it that flu? Yeah, it's like it flu, man. It just drained her, dude. Um and so I was like, you know what you gotta do? You know, my Tina's out of town, Alex is out of town, little Cruzy's out oh, of that's town. That's right, yeah. That's <laughs> you know, right. Jordan Jordan's Jordan's like a hermit up in his room, so you know, I never see him hardly. So, you know, I'm running, man. So I had to, I was telling Robin uh, Xander this morning in between doing all the stuff, I'm draining my 90 gallon fish tank. Finally getting rid of it. You know, don't have time to take care of it. Like uh, I used to. No fishing. Is- huh? No fishing. It? I gave the fish to a, uh, a fish, uh fish store a couple of weekends ago. And I put it on the chat blast. I said, Hey, finally drain my tank. And my family's like, what? You love that tank. The stand was custom made for me back in the nineties. Uh, a guy who was started out as an intern for me. And then um, he worked for me as a producer named Max Pearlstein. His family owns a, a well-known glass company in the area. So, you know, I was like, I was like this, 
stepbrother to the family, they made me a custom mate. They had one of the wood shop guys make me a custom stand for the tank. Oh, wow. So I've had to stand for over, oh my goodness, I've been here 25. So I've had to stand for over 30 years. Mm. Um, I finally replaced the original tank I bought four years ago. And so uh, I said, you know, I was telling Robin Zander, I used to, when I was in Pittsburgh, did I used to breed fish like green severums, uh, uh, cichlids. And I had fish in my tank that were like, I had an Oscar. It was in my, anybody who knows fish know what an yeah. Oscar is. They're white and orange looking, they're huge. And so the, my favorite story is, I think I was at work or out of town. One day, um, my wife comes home and she sees the Oscar floating on his side. And she's like, oh no. So Trish being a compassionate person that she is, she goes to see what's wrong with the fish. And these fish were so greedy and you feed, you feed them live minnows. This Oscar had like three or four minnows stuck in his throat, in his mouth. What? <laughs> and so Trish took some tweezers or something and got all of them out and the fish started floating again. But I'm like, I was shocked she would actually do it, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I used to raise a lot of fish and I would trade them in to pet stores in Pittsburgh and they would give me certain supplies that I needed, like tanks, filters, heaters, stuff like that. So so finally, and the funny thing is about this, all my family's like, Dad, you should just get rid of for a couple last couple of years. You should just get rid of the tank. It's, you know, it takes up space in a living room. We could do this, we could do that. So then I finally drained the tank and tell what? You love that tank. I can't believe you're getting rid of it. <laughs> so I'm gonna put it on Facebook market when my daughter Tina gets back. She's gonna help me. And um, why can't you just give it to me? There you go. Do you want it? Yeah. You seriously want a 90-gallon fish tank? No, I don't want to think, man. I know you didn't. If you, want it, you can have it. You got to come get it, but you can have it. I, you know, I, I build fish tanks, so I mean, I, I, I like to do that. I like I build oh, furniture. You okay. I, I build fish tanks, and uh, I, I I was, you know, you said that now I'm looking at, I'm thinking of stuff in my head. How can I build a fish tank? And I'm going to wait till I, you know, move into the uh, a big house right, instead right. of the small house I'm living in now. Right. You know, and 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 build a custom fish tank that's in like in the Thank wall you. or something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you, are, oh you gonna go? What was that show? Um, uh, tank, tank, no, no, no tank. tanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah tanks, I like that. I love that show, dude. Bro, they would build tanks. Rob, you gotta see this show. They build cut. They like for uh, for Shaquille O'Neal. Mm-hmm. You know, they call him the Diesel. Yeah, they went into his house, like seventy thousand square foot house, and they built him the tank. That was in the, in the shape of a, a the, the, like an eighteen wheeler right. truck, and it actually had the horn. It made the sound. <laughs> they went. They did one for um, uh, what's the comedian Morgan um, Tracy Morgan. Yeah, they have all these celebrities on. Uh, dude, the tanks that they custom built. There's a brother, uh, two brothers that are based Long out of New uh, York. Yeah, but they moved the Vegas. They moved their operation to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. And dude, the show is unbelievable. I don't think it's on anymore. Uh, one husband and wife ended up getting a divorce. I don't think the show's on, but this, they still show the reruns. You got to see the show. Right? I'll check it out. I will, I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We have a, I, we have a question for Barrett. Yeah, what's up? from Fitness Rebel. Did you buy the White Castle sweater? Oh I yeah, did. I did. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Size five X. I had to. It was only forty eight bucks. Dude, you bought that ugly sweater, and you're gonna wear it out. He has to wear it on the show. Yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta wear it on the show, dude. Do me a favor. If we're ever together, please don't wear it with me in public, please. <laughs> I don't well, ask I, you for much. I'm Can excited to see this. When do, you, when do you get it? I don't know. I don't know. Rob, I, did I, you see I, that I thing? As soon as I, I saw, saw it, I bought it. out there, yeah. Bro, hey, you... hey, speaking of fish tanks, my pause, I can remember growing up. Because I remember, mm. so, I mean, I, I remember playing this day. Um, we were going to a drive-in movie. 
and you know, in about you know two or three hours. So in the midst of that time, my pops goes in and he's cleaning the fish tank, and he would take you know the piranha. We have piranhas. Right, he would take right. the piranhas out, put them in a um, a bucket so we can clean it out because they'll go if you try to catch them. I mean, they'll they'll bite through the net and all this. So he catches one. Right, right. And it bites his finger right here. Oh, oh my God. And oh. It's a, I mean, it was like a it was like a razor blade that just cut a, a round piece off in there. I mean, it, it just snipped it right off. Damn. Oh. So oh. It, all I heard is, all right, ah, S-H-I-T. Yeah. Oh. And he's pissed off, right? And like five minutes later, I start smelling something cooking. He right. took that fish from um, back out the tank. And put him in the frying pan alive, bro. No, she no, no. Come on, man. Yes, he did. Come on, man. Yes, he did. He fried that joke alive, man. That's oh. a, that's some gangster stuff right there, man. Bro, he, oh. he was so mad, dog. He, that, that that thing didn't heal for like a month. Oh my god. Oh yeah, man. They're vicious. I have friends who had uh, piranhas, and sometimes not paying attention while they're trying to clean the tank. And a product, shoot, come up, nip them on the finger, take a little chalk out their finger Ooh, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. yeah. And uh, there's another fish called an arowana, a beautiful oh, fish. Yeah. They're beautiful, yeah. My my brother-in-law, uh, one of my brother-in-laws in California had an arowana, beautiful fish. And you look at the teeth. They have two teeth that hang down like this and two teeth that hang up like this. There ain't no way in a way. And, and it cut him one time, too. Cut him pretty good. Mm. Uh, he wasn't paying attention. But uh, William Stark uh, asked me a question. Would, would Trish put a leash on a hook, a leech on a hook? My wife grew up in a region in Southern California, which is a desert region which sits 45 feet below sea level. Every critter you can think of, black widows, scorpions are in this region, snakes. And I will say this about my wife. Nothing bothers her. She would not put a leech on a hook, but she'd put a worm on a hook. Yeah. Um, but the only thing that she cannot stand are anything that looks like rodents, like hamsters, gerbils mice that's the only thing but dude when i lived there there are there are roaches there's they're called flying roaches they've got to be this big and they fly yeah i ain't never seen that like that i we we when i was a little kid we lived in houston for a year and there were flying roaches in houston 100 they're huge 100 we had never ever seen anything like like, i i remember I, I, i was like Six. I'm like, what? <laughs> what did we just move to here, man? Like, what Dude. are you doing to me here? Yeah, it was crazy. My, my wife, your brother telling me. Your oh. brother told your brother told me uh, the gun that uh, down there. He has to check his shoes before he puts his shoes on. Oh, in Arizona. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He has. Uh, you know, in Arizona they have like a lot of earth tones in their, the walls, ceilings, tiles, and stuff. And he lives below a, a mountain range. His, he lives in a development below a mountain range in South Phoenix. And, you know, scorpions are in everybody's houses, man. They come through the vents. They come under the front door, through the garage, and so on and so forth. And they're little ones, too. They're not, like, big ones. And you really have to look at them to, to see them. So you're right. You got to check your shoes every day because, you know, he'll, he'll be sitting on the couch, look up, one crawling across the ceiling. And if you know anything about my brother, my brother hates bugs. This is a guy who likes to fish, but he will walk on water if a bug, certain bugs get too close <laughs> to him. You think I'm kidding. It's the funniest thing ever. You know, and I've had when I was at the south, I've had to go. He would go, hey man, what's that? We'd pull in this driveway. I mean, bugs like this with like pinchers and stuff. I'd have to get out the car and step on it before he get out the car. Damn. Oh yeah, it's dude. But yeah, yeah, that's neither here nor there. So I'm in I'm in mourning today because I'm in the final stages. So anybody who wants to buy a 90 gallon fish tank with a hood, custom made, stand the hood for it with a heater. I got four brand new filter cartridges, a filter. 
eventually you'll see you hit him up or hit me up on facebook market in a couple of weeks all right three hundred dollars the best offer above 300 you can have it all All right all right good good come get it though you gotta come get it i gotta come get it all right so a couple things of note the eagles have signed a punter uh brett kern i think i floated the name to you guys yesterday uh he's he is a done deal he's in uh in fact he will be holding britain covey won't be holding anymore Interesting. According to Michael Clay. Yeah, I guess they don't like the notion of a, a position player like that holding. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, uh, this guy's been around a long time, like 17 years. He's three-time Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro in 2019. Yeah. He's, he's played in seven postseason games, so, you know, he won't be overwhelmed if, if it, you know, we, we get to that point, which it looks uh, they will be getting to that point. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's a good move, actually. Probably the best guy available on the street that you can yeah. grab up. It's funny you should say that because you know when you when you talk about his credentials, it, it makes me wonder why is he sitting out? I mean, I know there's only 32 jobs, but for a dude that's had postseason experience, been around and block a few times, <laughs> I wonder why a guy like that was sitting out all this time. Yeah, uh, that's only because he's an older guy and he has a higher um, he has a higher it? salary. Oh, yeah, he has a higher salary. He's uh, like you say, he's been in the league for a yeah, while. Yeah, the vet, vet minimum is more than a lot of these young guys. Yeah, his vet minimum is okay. like 1.2 million. But you know, a lot of kickers nowadays are getting you know three year contracts, 12 million, four year contracts, nine million. So 1.2 is not killing a lot yeah, of teams, especially 1.1, if you're buying, 1.2, yeah, you know what I'm saying, yep. especially if you're only going to buy, buy him. For the rest of the season. Now, who knows? He may make us forget all about Sippos. That remains to be seen. But but still, I mean, it's not like he's a player that's going to cost you a whole lot of money. When the average for a kicker is $1 million. Well, they also signed somebody else. <laughs> they, they signed Anthony Harris also. Yeah, safety. safety. Yep. Yeah, which is great. And They haven't uh, yet said uh, – Gannon didn't say whether he played this weekend or not. But he said it's a huge advantage having a guy in here who knows this system. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's plug and play. You mean it's philosophy, not system. Philosophy. Ah, yes. <laughs> we don't we don't like systems. We like philosophies. That's dominant defense right there, Gunner. Uh, yeah. So uh, I actually, you know, I, I like both signings. Actually, hi, Mama Brooks. Uh, so yeah, hi, I, think, I think both are uh, are good moves. You know, you get. You get a vet who knows the system in Harris, or the, the philosophy in Harris. You get uh, Kern, who's let's face it, he's a punter. There's not a whole, he doesn't have to know a system. Just you know, he knows how to punt. So plug that guy in if you're willing to spend the money. Why not? You know, good moves by the Eagles. Not bad, not bad. Kudos to Howie. You hey know, Barrett, Howie I wanted to hit you does. with this. I know before we got cranking today, you did a little sit down with uh, Nicobe Dean, who when when got, you know given the opportunity the last couple of weeks in some of these games has come in and done a nice job for them. Yes, he's done a great job. Like we said, against the Titans, came in 15 plays, six tackles. Uh, this last game, got some run in the fourth, you know. I mean, very instinctual. I thought his size would be a a, a, um, a little bit of a, a, a deal for him, breaker for him. Has nothing to do. He, he He's playing at a high level. He could probably start now. They just don't need him to start now because, you know, the guys they have in front of him are just balling. Um, had a you know great conversation when he's doing some some great stuff. You know, it's called For My City. He partnered with this this uh this uh charity called For My City, and they give food out you know from food banks to to people you know and and help them out you know. And he just didn't want to do anything for like uh holidays you know like Thanksgiving or just Christmas. He wanted to make sure this is something that he could do that could sustain here in Philadelphia nice. and in the region for a long time. So he's partnered up with them. Um, 
He did it today at Woodbury High School, who are, you know, the, the um the uh what was it class one state champs, you know, okay. first time they've won it. Awesome. Uh he did it at their school in Woodbury, you know. So I mean it was, it was a nice ordeal, you know, asking a lot of questions, you know, especially, you know, how Nick Sirianni and his system and how, you know, um, you know, how it's helping them take it to another level. Um, I asked him. Oh, you know, where he is, where he is in this progression of being a rookie and understanding, you know, playing and playing in back of those vets, you know, how's he using this and taking it to his advantage? Uh, you know, just just really trying to pick his brain to see where he was um, as a player, you know, a rookie in the NFL. And, you know, he's a sharp, he's a sharp kid, very did, sharp guy. Did you uh, did you take to heart the two interviewing tips that I gave you? Well, everybody in the street, let me explain to you what Derek there we said. Go. Here we go. Derek, make sure you said, hey, two things that I don't want to hear on your inter- interview. I said, number one, I don't want to hear ah-da-da. Number two, I don't want to hear long story long. So, no, I did not do either one of those. Good. You're learning. Good. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Good. That's, that's my trademark, though, man. Yeah, we'll put it on a sweatshirt. Ah-da-da. You do need gear with ah-da-da, I think. <laughs> A hoodie or a T-shirt, I think. We there are a lot of happen. companies out there that would make whatever you want. I got, yeah. I got a guy. I, I can, yeah. I can help you if need be, uh, if you want it. But no, I think, I think if you're Nicobe Dean, you know your time's coming. Like, oh yeah. I mean, he'll you know, start like, next year. Yeah, one of those I mean, guys yeah. aren't coming back. Kaiser White's a free agent. You know, T.J. Edwards a lot, a free agent. There's a lot of things that could happen between you know, now and, and a year. It's not the worst thing to get your bearings, you know, for a season. Heck you, no. Yeah. You no. say he backs up both of them. He played yeah. backs up the mic and the will. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's good to hear. It was, And he seems like a really good dude, too. He's just somebody who gets it, you know, more than anything else. So that's awesome. Um, Dallas Goddard eligible to come off the IR this week. So that's big. You know, this offense is already cracking at a pretty high level, but you get Dallas Goddard involved, man. This thing, the sky's the limit for, for where this could end up. Who's this John? Hold on. John Dickerson said, what? hold on. What you know about that, John Dickinson? Eating fish and spaghetti, catfish and spaghetti. Man. Yeah, man. I, I saw him like, what do you know about eating cat, fried catfish and spaghetti? You can't just eat catfish and spaghetti. It's got to be fried catfish and spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rob, that's a, that's, did Rob just say hoof? Oh. Are you serious? Bro, Rob, that's a, that's Rob, a, great, that's Rob, a Midwest thing. That's I grew up on that. I grew me up too. on that, dude. I got Wait you. a minute. You, have you ever had fried catfish? No. What? <laughs> Mm. What? No. Do you know fried catfish is like one of the most popular fish in, in restaurants, especially in the South? I believe it. Yeah. You would you try it? No. No. <laughs> no. I'll leave it for you guys. There's, you got that's more for you. That's Wait, good. Look, look. With Captain Tony, D-Gunner can teach. I'm sure you. it's good. It's me. Sorry. Yeah. What did Captain D- Tony say? D-Gunner can teach you the art of interviewing, but he can't teach you how to fish. You're absolutely right. No, and I say I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to sucker me into coming out there. You ain't dude, you can't <laughs> you can't run Jedi mind tricks on D Gun. <laughs> I wrote the book on Jedi Mind Jedi oh Mind Trick. You can't do yeah, bro. Hold on, let's, let's get back to this a moment. You you, <laughs> you know how weird I am. It? You know, you know you wouldn't it. even try it. I, I'm kind of skeeved by fish. It, it kind of you don't like any fish, yes. Tuna oh, fish. Man. You've never had flounder, halibut. I've had it. Salmon, like yeah, salmon. Really, you're right. St. Louis thing, three one. And my maybe. wife eats tons of fish, but it's just not really my thing. Yeah, <laughs> I told you, Rob has a bland palate. I am bland. I hey, am you bland. and Captain Tuna just called me. Oh man, I'm fighting with Tuna, but you ain't gonna get D gun. D gun head already messed up. You can't get inside here. 
You can't get to me, dude. Don't you understand? You can't penetrate that fortress. That's what I'm saying, there. man. There's already yeah. a lot of craziness going on up here. There is a you lot. Can't, you can't get to me, man. Uh, look at, look, oh. Everybody got Rob. Rob hasn't eat fried catfish. What have you been doing all your life? I know. Listen, I it's me. I know. I know it's me. It's not, <laughs> I understand. I admit it. I, you know, hands up. What, what, Rob, throw what? Rob out the family. <laughs> Rob, what, Rob, I got to ask you this, and I know we got to get to football. I got to yes. ask you. You shouldn't have brought this up now, man. Okay. I didn't bring give it. Me, give, me a, give me a food that you have not tried that has piqued your interest to the point where you might try it. it one day. Hmm. Other than Cheerios, Rob, chicken sticks or, or fish sticks. I've had fish sticks. Um, I used to have to eat fish when I was a kid. I mean, it wasn't like okay. I did, I've eaten fish. Trust okay, but me. There's a lot of battles at the fish? dinner table back in the day. I will just tell you that. Um, I don't know. Honest. Uh, what? Yeah. See, in my house, every Friday was fried fish night, whether it was Blue, uh, it could be crappie, it could be catfish, um, it could be a lot of different food. We'd have fried fish, and we either have spaghetti or rice with it. And I would always take uh, Louisiana hot sauce and put it on my fried catfish. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man, you talking about good, dude? Let me I tell like you something. It. I still to this day I take hot Louisiana hot sauce, or the one now is called Red Hot Hot Sauce, and I put it in my spaghetti. I love red hot sauce in my spaghetti. I do that with tacos. Give them a little. Yeah, candy. hot sauce. Yeah. Wait, let me guess. You like mild. You won't try hot. I like hot stuff. Yeah. No, I, I, but my my kids like mild. So I do the hot sauce to give it a little kick. So they have a mild. There you go. Well, hey, John Dickerson. No, it's not. John Dickerson lying over here talking about muskrat is big in Milwaukee. No, it's not, dude. (laughs) Muskrat. No, but I will say this it is big in Delaware. You know, my son in law, Josh, every year goes to an annual, it's called some kind of muskrat banquet. They prepare muskrat like four or five different ways, and money raised goes to different charities around the state. Damn. But he goes, and I'm like, see, that's my limit. I ain't trying muskrat because so muskrat to me looks like a, a steroid fed rat. It's exactly right. That's what Can't it try. Is. Can't do it. But yeah. hey, look, uh, Captain Tony, fried tog is the best tasting fish in the world. Now, walleye, walleye is. Well, walleye. That might be number two. The only reason I say fried tog, mm. it's an ugly fish, man. They're hard as heck to catch, but they eat crabs. So right. their flesh is so tender and it tastes right, so right. sweet because it tastes like crab. Right. But walleye's good because they call it the freshwater uh, lobster. It's it's great tasting fish also. Oh my goodness! And they sell them at a lot of restaurants around the Midwest. And yeah, they'll sell it out here. I've yeah. seen a few on the East Coast. They sell walleye. I haven't seen any. Yeah, I've seen any. Yeah. Yep. All right. Hey, let's on, uh let's well, get it back to football. There we go. Showtime. You, uh, yes. He, uh, everybody's enjoying the food talk. I agree. I I, I enjoy it. Yes. Um, so, uh, two things. I have a question for you guys. So I want to hit you with this first. So, the, the Phillies, uh, a, an old school member of their uh, their organization, passed away. Kurt Simmons. He was ninety three. So he is uh, he has the third most career wins for a Phillies left hander uh, at one hundred and fifteen. And he was on the nineteen fifty Whiz Kids. He's the last surviving member. Played twenty wow. big league seasons. First thirteen with the mm. Phillies. So anyway, rest okay. in peace. Rest in peace. All right. So here's the question I have for you guys. And, and you have to exclude Jalen Hurts. So I'm okay. going to make it a little bit more challenging. Okay. What's the biggest surprise for the Eagles this year? Taking Hurts' development and, and going from, you know, into a, into the different orbit this year. Take that out of it. Mm-hmm. Biggest surprise for you guys. I, I would have to say how Miles Sanders is now running the, the rock, man. Him, him 
I mean, yes, him being healthy, that's huge and everything, but I love his running style now. He didn't run like that mm-hmm. up until he saw Howard year before last or last year. He saw the way Howard was patient to the hole, but then exploded through the hole. And that's the difference in Miles Sanders' game. He used to beat the the blocks yep. to the hole. Yep. Now he's patient in getting to the hole. And then when he gets there, he explodes through it. That's a major difference in his running style, and it's helped him out tremendously. He is he is making it happen now. He is yep. balling right now, and his explosiveness is, is off the charts. His his run blocking, um, his run blocking and pass blocking is off the charts. If you watch mm-hmm. this game, he was blowing yeah, he people was. in the hole over. You know what I'm saying? When Not only that, the ball bad, but his ability, his ability to to keep the legs moving. He would go down easy. His ability to keep the legs moving, picking up three and four extra yards, has been incredible. Also, he's become he's become a complete back now. Absolutely, that's a great yeah. choice, Barrett. You yeah. know, and he's having a monster year. I I, I think it. The problem he's going to run into is the position that he plays, and I just don't think the Eagles. I don't know. I mean, they're. I think they're going to let him play the field. I don't think it's completely out of the question he's back, but it's not going to be for crazy money. I can tell you that right now. It's just not. No, yeah, he's going to give him a hometown discount, and that's why he's going to be back, man. Uh, I like that. I don't know okay. about that. Okay. For running back that gets one decent contract in his career, I don't know about that. Ooh, How about I you? wish he would. Now I'm gonna How let you go you? next, Rob. I want to hear. I want to hear what you have to say. First. Uh, here's mine. I, I am shocked that all, virtually uh, excluding Robert Quinn, every single move has hit and hit a home run. Oh, you stole mine. Dang it. Sorry. Okay. I mean, they haven't been just yeah. singles and doubles. They've been like out of the park. Bradbury's been out of the park. Kaiser White's been out of the park. Reddick's been out of the park. So Howie AJ Brown's been out of the park. Yeah. Howie. Yeah. It's yeah. It, it, the, the, usually the the percentages of you hitting this many are not that good. The percentage you're going to hit that many twice in five years like they did in 17 and this year, are almost astronomical. I mean, it's almost impossible to do that. So I, I think what they've done has been nothing short of remarkable, but it's hitting these guys, and they're not just contributors. They're they're like borderline pro bowlers, most of them. So that that's what I would go with. When you Since you, since you got mine, I will add to that. Normally, when you look at teams that sign a lot of free agents, very few of them are frontliners. A lot of them are to fill gaps at certain spots to add depth. This dude hit home runs on every frontline player he got. The fact, number one, that he got them is amazing in itself. That's number one. Yeah. Okay. He was able to get all these dudes. But I'm talking everybody he's brought in here. And that includes bringing in Sue and Linville Joseph, who are part-time starters also. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's not a given now that Fletcher Cox or Javon Hargrave is going to start a game. You know, it could be Sue and Joseph first, and then Hargrave and Cox come in as well. Well, that's why I think they might start this week because the running quarterback and the running dynamic that the yeah, Bears have. Yeah, yeah. So Sue and 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 and, and, and Joseph Bell. might yeah. do it. Yeah. So I would I would have to I would have to agree with you, Rob, in terms of Howie being able to to fill gaps with starters across the board. I mean, you think about it. Everybody, even C.J. Gardner-Johnson, everybody. And on top of that, they asked C.J. to come in here and play a role that he was unfamiliar with, mm-hmm. safety instead of that slot corner. And he had some rough edges, but he smoothed out. And, you know, look at where he is. Before he got hurt, he led the NFL in interceptions. I believe he's tied for the lead now. But he led the league in interceptions. You know, he had enough around him between Avante Maddox, Slate, and Bradbury to whatever he wasn't comfortable with. It wasn't a glaring exposure with him playing back there. But the more com- more he played, the more comfortable he got with it. 
Mm. And you look at where Kazir White is. You know, you look at you know, Bradbury, Hassan Reddick, A.J. Brown. I mean, he just kept hitting home run after home run with these dudes, which is a significant reason why this team is standing at, at, at uh, 12 and 1 right now. Uh, I would, I, if I had a write in vote, but I guess this stretches last year too. I'm just, I'm surprised just how good these coaches are. Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't know a mm-hmm. lot about Sirianni, you know, I, and we didn't know a ton about Gannon and Steichen and all that. I mean, you, you kind of heard the names and whatnot, but we didn't know. Like they're so prepared every week, mm-hmm. you know, uh, on both sides of the ball and and as a, a total team. Like I think they're innovative. I think they keep these guys motivated, and I think they teach well. Yeah. And, and yes. I, I'm I'm blown away at how good this staff is, and it's it's probably going to be the last year these guys are all together. But yeah. uh, it's it's amazing. Props to Howie and Jeffrey Lurie for hitting on these dudes. And it appears that at least for two weeks that Michael Clay is finally catching up to the yeah. coaching staff. Good point. In terms of, you know, it's two weeks uh, in terms of uh, getting the special teams to make this, you know, we always talk about the better teams that go deep into the playoffs, all three phases, offense, defense, special teams. Well, this team was still two thirds and they were only one lost team. Now your special team seems to be catching up the speed. Great move finally putting Boston Scott back on kickoff return. Kobe, you know, guys are now turning around and actually blocking for Covey, you know, and he's had two games now where he has de- decent return yards in the punt return game. Um, so it appears that special teams is finally um, uh, getting up to snuff, as they like to say. Yeah, pulling their weight, yeah. uh, if you will. Yeah. yeah. good. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I think it's – look, these are – there's so many great stories coming out of this team. Uh, and, and I'm trying to think if there's any, anything else uh, player-wise. Like, I'm not – at anybody else's development, like Hertz has taken it to an insane level, but is there any other player specifically? Barrett mentions a great one with Miles Sanders, who's really come into his mm. own. But is there another guy who's just developed at a rate that you're you're blown away by? Yeah, T.J. Edwards. Okay, he is he has found a way to lead by example on linebacker play for this team mm. before. Before the Detroit game last year, we had pretty inept linebacker play, man. Like you guys would would wait and sit there and allow the double team, the double team, the defensive tackle all the way back five mm-hmm. yards in their lap before they tried to do something. And the running backs were just running past the guy because they couldn't get past the double team. It wasn't until TJ Edwards got in the game and started playing that he started to activate the play of the defense. What I mean by that is once you see a double team, you got to go downhill and knock somebody off the double team. That way you can have a one-on-one block and one of you two can make a play. You can't allow the double team to push it into a lap so neither one of you can make the play. You got to make it so one guy can make the play. So he would fill his hole, fill his gap, make and force that double team to come off. And by that time, it's too late for the, uh, the double team to get to him and he can go make a play. His dominance now, and I'm saying dominance. I'm not just saying he's just playing well. His dominance on linebacker play has really opened up this defense and allowing us to start to make plays, man. Him making these tackle for losses, him going out there and deboying people, his tackling in space is superb. You know, even his coverage, his pass coverage, he has become a complete dominant linebacker. Number one, instinctual. Number two, he lost some weight, got faster as a linebacker. Three, his reads and how he leads this team. He's the centerpiece. He's the one that calls the defense. 
he's done one hell of a job of turning his defense around. Great mm-hmm. choices, man. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So one o'clock, Mike Quick. Uh Michael Anthony Quick will be joining us at one o'clock. Eagles uh radio analyst along with uh Merrill Reese uh here are the games on WIP. So he'll be joining us at one o'clock. We come back. Guys, we're going to dip into a couple things. I'll give you some fun facts about the way the season's going uh, from an Eagles perspective. We'll go a little bit heavier into the uh, the sack totals that this team is putting up that, that could be historical. It's possible. And we'll get into the Bears a little bit as well. we got all kinds of stuff in store for you. So don't go anywhere. Derek Gunn, Barrett Brooks, Rob Ellis, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Right now, I want to tell you about Principal Financial Group and my guy, Jim Murray, because finding the right person – to trust, to invest with, with your hard-earned money. It's not easy, right? And it it took me a long time to find the right person, and that is Jim. And I want you to utilize Jim as well. And trust me, you will be as happy as I am, whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, small business, trying to set up employee benefits, other things you need with a small business uh, startup, he can help you with. I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollers with Jim. And I couldn't be any happier. You will be as well. Give him a call or a consultation. 610-996-4751. 610-996-4751. You could email him as well. Murray, M-U-R-R-A-Y dot Jim at principal.com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal.com. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not least, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers. 
go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Welcome in. If you're just joining us, if you've been hanging with us, we appreciate it. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network on this Tuesday. Getting ready for the Eagles and the Bears. Eagles 12-1 and on the season, guys. Uh, they are nine-point favorites over the Bears. Uh, the over-under is 48.5. By the way, tomorrow, programming reminder, tomorrow we're going to have Marshall Harris. Yeah, he will be joining us. Marshall is uh, is a sportscaster now in Chicago, a uh, longtime uh, compadre of ours at uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia. He is doing his thing in Chicago, so we'll get the uh, the latest from him. May have made a prediction that the Bears will win the game, so we'll have to uh, follow up with that one on Marshall. But Mike Quick at 1 o'clock today, we're looking forward to talking to Q. All right, so uh, this is a pretty wild stat. Barrett, I mean, you can appreciate this better than anybody else. Lane Johnson has now gone a record 26 games without allowing a sack in the NFL for, for a tackle. I mean, just give us a little insight on how hard that is to pull off. Pass rushers get paid millions of dollars to rush the pass. And for him, with the level of competition that he's going against week in and week out, it's unbelievable. I mean, it doesn't matter. His technique his aggressive nature, how he's able to play is unbelievable, man. He's he's one one A with the best, not just tackles, but offensive linemen in the league right now. There's only one person I know that you could put yin for yang with him, and that's Trent Williams from San Fran. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is a distant, distant, distant second. He is so good that you don't have to worry about even sending a chipper or leaving a tight end his side, you need to help. Mm. And that's a that's that's something that, you know, from an offensive standpoint, it's 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 unheard of to to be able to not worry about a guy. Just set him over there. All right, you be you over here. I'm gonna help everybody else out. Mm. That's how good he is. Yeah. I mean, that's to crazy. do it week, week in and week out, like with that level of consistency is unbelievable. Uh, I haven't gotten any updates on the abdomen uh, issue with him. If we do, we'll pass that along. Uh, oh, no news is good news. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, you you would think, that's for sure. Um, so that, I throw that out there, uh, you know, a little fun fact. Uh, the other thing is the Eagles have a pretty good shot, guys, at breaking their all-time sack record, which is 62. They have 49 right now. On top of that, the other crazy thing about that is you have Reddick already with 10. Brandon Graham's just a sack and a half away from 10. Hargrave has eight. Sweat has seven and a half. Even Fletcher Cox has six. Now, is it likely that you get four, five? Probably not to get in double digits, but it's not out of the question. And this is coming off a team that had 29 all of last year and was the second worst in the NFL at getting to the quarterback. It, it, that's another area where they have just gone through the for the roof in terms of improvement. You still got to play Dak. That's going to take a couple of sacks. You still got to play um, oh, 
Well, yeah, Justin Fields, Fields. Fields this week. He's been sacked 40 times this year. Yeah, I mean, he's elusive, but he holds the ball long and doesn't always know what he's looking at, so you can get him. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you got the you Saints. Get, you got Andy Dalton, Andy who's, Dalton a, who's, who's a Saints. statue. He's going he's to take sacks. You'll get Daniel Jones again. You he got just get, got seven times. I can see them. I can definitely see him uh, getting uh, – I mean, how many did they have in the last, in the last uh, five games? Uh, 20 some sets, yes, 35. Mm-hmm. I want to say, hold on, they In have the had the, da, 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 where are we? all right. So, the, the over the last seven games, they've had had 32 sacks, so they're averaging five a game. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, 32 over the last seven games, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, a pretty, pretty high number, pretty high even number. if they even if they sit the regulars their final game against the Giants, which could be meaningless, is their backup should be able to get to Daniel Jones at least three to four times in that game. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's the other thing. Every area they needed to improve in their passing game has improved mightily. Their their sack totals, their takeaways, their first in the league in takeaways. They, they've improved everything. Such a, an unbelievable amount. You know, they have 24 takeaways, which is first in the league, 15 interceptions, nine fumbles. It's crazy. Dude, and I can't believe there's still people that doubt Gannon that don't want to get on the Gann wagon. I don't either. I don't get it, man. It's a shame. I feel bad for them. You know what I mean? I I pity the fools who don't want to get on the Gann wagon. Absolutely. It's a shame. You know, Derek, we tried, man. It can only lead a – it's like me not eating fish, not eating fried catfish. You know what I mean? Very similar. You're missing out on I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. When you try fried catfish – I consider it a wagon. We have some on the Gan wagon. We're serving it up. Yeah, it's gonna be you good. Do? <laughs> I know. Unless I see you, unless I see you eat it, fake news. All right, we'll gotta see, see you eat it. Uh, we'll see what happens. Now, look, I think it's a combination of things. When you bring in quality players like Reddick, and you bring in uh, Kaiser White, and you bring in CJ Gardner Johnson, you bring in Bradbury, collectively as a unit, you're gonna get better as a defense. There's no question about that. But they are being coached up well, and I think that I, I think the other thing that really helped the defensive line, the sack tick really went up when they got Sue and Joseph Yep, and added good players like that who, who, who give other players a bit of a breather sometimes. I think that's helped a lot. Well, when you have guys like that, they're not necessarily going to get sacks, but what they do is they collapse that pocket. Right. Allow now others to just step up and throw it with your pass rushers on the outside. Yeah. Hassan Reddick has also got the other side eaten because he's so quick and so fast off the ball. Mm-hmm that he presses the quarterback fast and the quarterback, you know, feels threatened. He's going to fade to the left side. And now you have BG and sweat. there sitting there waiting on him. You know, it's impressive too, with Reddick, he's gotten double digit sacks. Now three straight years, three different teams, you know, three different coordinators. So, I mean, it's a, this wasn't some flash in the pan where he had a good year the last year in Arizona or in Carolina last year. It's been Arizona, Carolina. Now the Eagles, this guy's a legit double-digit sack guy every single year now. He's figured it out, and they figured out how to use him. That was one of my great fears coming into the season was that the Gannon wouldn't utilize him to his strengths, and he looked like the guy that you know the Cardinals initially drafted who looked like he may be a bust. Remember and, I was, and they figured it out. Remember I was saying all through the um, – during preseason, everybody could say, oh, Gannon's got to, you know, fight, figure out a way for, for, for Hassan Reddick to get free, to get loose. I'm like, no, 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 that's not how you do it. You put him on one side and let him rush. Whatever you do, don't don't worry about lining him up in these exotic places, you know, from 
death and have him come and pick somebody to get some. No, just line him up over tackle and let him eat. Mm-hmm. That's how he plays. Mm-hmm. He's good enough that he's just going to beat the guy up front in, in front of him. He is a defensive end. He is not a linebacker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it was all this holdup because he's small, right? Wasn't that right. The, like, who cares? You know, obviously he's figured it out. It was, that's what he well, does. It took him a while to get going, but the last five games, he's really started to take off. You know, it really started to take off. They just, you know what? Hey, man, look, do what you do. Just, just do. And the fact that he's has double digit sacks with three different teams in consecutive years, that's phenomenal in itself. I mean, from Arizona to Carolina to here, that's phenomenal in, in, in itself. So he, you're right. He's a pure pass rusher. And maybe initially, Gannon was trying to experiment with him to figure out what, be, what best suited him. Mm-hmm. You know, dropping him back in coverage is not his forte. Right. He is, he is, you know, there's a whole lot of players in the National Football League right now that are paid just to attack. You know, they may have deficiencies elsewhere, but they are paid to attack. That's what he's paid to do, to mm-hmm. attack. Yeah, and that's you what know, that's, keep attack. And he's done that. And he's done it's that. not just against the pass. It's against the run, too. He has set yeah. the edge. You know, he's 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 playing, man. He's playing at a high level. And he's making others play at that high level also. Mm-hmm. It's a race to the quarterback and sweat. Hey, sweat is tip for tat with him. Sweat's like, look, I, I I can't, I can no longer sit back and let him get all the hype. You know what I'm saying? I gotta go get me some of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we got to talk about Brandon Graham uh, and what he's doing now. I know Gunner, you, you know, you've, uh, you had him as a, as a gun on one and we've had him on the show and, right. uh, you know, Walter Payton, man of the year uh, choice for the Eagles. Um, but amazing at 34 coming off an Achilles too. To be at eight and a half sacks right now, he had nine and a half and 17. He's only one sack away from that. Played 29 snaps Sunday and got three sacks. You talk about productivity. His sack per play is unbelievable. The production they're getting out of him at this age is ridiculous. And well, to his credit, he's had a limited role and he, he hasn't complained. You know, no. he's he just keeps doing his thing. Well, he told us back in May on this very show that he expected his role to be reduced. Yep. When they brought in, you know, when they brought in Reddick and Kassir White and, you know, he told us then, you know, and he said he was fine with that. You know, he's got his money. He got his ring. If he gets another ring, more power to him. That's what he wants. But you can look and tell he at 34 years old, you look at a lot of 33, 34 year olds that have that have to play 65, 67 percent of the snaps because they don't have the depth and rotation that this team does. But because this team has such a great depth and rotation, he's playing less than 40% of the snaps. And look how fresh he is in the fourth quarter. Yep. For, for, for 34 years old. Mm-hmm. That's huge for him, you know. It makes him that much more valuable and effective, especially down the stretch. And more importantly, when the playoffs come. Yeah. We talk about when is he going to retire? Are he still going to play ball? Will he be here while he's playing? I think he's made a case in saying that, hey, maybe I do belong here. Maybe I need to sign another deal for another year. You know what I'm saying? I'm worth it. Look at my sack production. I'm yeah. worth anything you put me. Yeah, I think you're right on, Barrett. And I, if there's anybody who's going to give a bit of a hometown discount, it's probably Brandon. That's right? exactly right. Yeah. He doesn't want to play anywhere else. He had a chance to make a lot more money years ago when uh, the Giants came after him. And he took less money to stay in Philadelphia. And, you know, he's made good money here. And he says he wants to play at least two more years. So that includes this year, maybe one more year. And he wants to finish his career here in Philadelphia. And I think because of what he has meant, 
he has been a pillar of consistency in terms of locker room guy, community guy, team leader. You're never going to see or hear about a Brandon Graham on the wrong side of the law. Uh, you know, that's what, that's what Howie and Jeffrey want. Guys who lead by example, especially now that he's an older player and all these young players are coming in here and he can give them a wealth of knowledge in terms of, look, you do what you want to do, but this is how I conduct my business. This is what is expected of you from this organization as a culture guy in this locker room. Well, you know, you hear um, you hear what Nick Sirianni said about him this uh, the other day. He said, look, Brandon Graham was built to rush the pass. Mm-hmm. His frame, high he's built, you know what I'm saying, low to yeah. the ground. Yeah flexible get around any corner he was made to rush the passer and i i, I believe that man yeah took, i agree took him a while in his career to learn what and how to get to the quarterback but he's he's making it happen now his production man he he's um he's drank from that fountain of youth man he's enjoying what's going on he's taking in what's going on around him you know um days and Garrow wrote an article on you know, the three guys they're using as, as captains each and every week. Kelsey, Fletcher Cox, and Brandon Graham. All those three are now just taking it in as they go up there and they look around and and, and, and knowing that, you know, this may be their last time as a player in Philadelphia, the last time that this team, I mean, uh, these guys played together as a unit. And there's no, there's no, it's not written in stone that Kelsey's going to come back. It's not written in stone that they're going to allow Fletcher yeah. Cox to come back. Yeah. Yeah. It's not written in stone that BG comes back. So I think it's kind of it, – it, it's a big up to Coach Sirianni for, for allowing them to, you know, go through this together. Those three guys have played. They're the most tenured players on the team. To be captains and represent the team at the coin toss and things mm-hmm. of that nature throughout this uh, – this uh, 2022 campaign. Uh, yeah. I, look, I think you guys both make great points. I, I think the most, we give uh, rightfully so a lot of love to, J- to Jalen and to, uh, to Nick Sirianni, but how about what the veterans have, have taught these young guys about the way to do it the right way? You know, Brandon Graham's the best example of it, but you know, Kelsey and Lane Johnson and Fletcher and these guys, you know, this is how you go about your business. And that's part of what makes this team ready every single week and not overlooking teams and, and not being complacent and sniffing themselves. I mean, think about it. You don't have locker room problems in that Eagles locker room. No. You don't have guys embarrassing the organization with outside outside activity antics. You know, you don't have that. This is a focused group of guys. And, I, and, and Brandon and I joke about this all the time. Just think about – there was a time when people in Philadelphia wanted to run him out of town. Mm-hmm. You know, he couldn't stay healthy. He couldn't do this first round bust to the point. Brandon was deleting multitudes of people from his social media accounts, you know, from attacking. Him. I think yeah. Rob is still blocked. I, I, I'm back now, but I was Are you back. Are you yeah, back? Yeah. yeah I think had a he, block quarter. Uh, he had a block I mean, party. Think yeah. about, I mean, think about, I that. never and, even ripped him. That's the funny thing, but anyway. I know. And, 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 you know, the organization could have very easily, you know, listened and buckled under pressure from the outside noise and gotten rid of him had they thought he was a, a bust. But they stayed true to form. Um, they stayed committed to him. And all of a sudden, he turned – it was like the light switch just went on and he turned the corner. And once he made that strip sack in the Super Bowl, he can do no wrong now in Philadelphia. I agree. You know, if he didn't have any sacks this year, he would still be well sought after for a lot of different things in this city because of his personality, that infectious smile. 
um, that one play in the Super Bowl has defined the love for Brandon Graham in this city. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and it's not often that sports, there's justice in sports. You know, it's, it's not always happy endings. But if there's ever a guy who deserved that play for that organization – at right. that time, right. it's Brandon Graham. Absolutely. Right, right. You right. Know? I mean, it really is. It's, it, it could not have happened to a more deserving and better person to represent the team. Uh, honest to God, I'm, I'm thrilled that it was him. Me too, that, man. that whole play was like a blur. You're like, wait, ball's loose. Uh, oh, Derek Barnett picked it up, and it was uh, it was magical, man. It really was. I, I hope the city can get another one uh, and enjoy that, you know, have that kind of moment again. I really do. It would be awesome. But I'm glad he's still here. I'm glad there's still a few holdovers from that team. There aren't as many anymore, but he's definitely one of them, man. You know, he I'm trying to think who's left. So he's left. Fletcher's Fletcher, left. Lane, uh, Lane Johnson's left. Kelsey. Right. Um that can't be it, right? Let's see. That might wow. be it. Wow. Um um Brandon Bar- Graham. Barnett tech Barnett technically. Barnett's on the team. Barnett yeah, is on technically, the team. Yeah. Okay, there's three. Kelsey and Lane, um, that's five. Whew. We missing anything obvious here? Let me see. My goodness. Uh, it, Jeff Stoutland. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> yeah, a couple coaching holdovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But that's it, I think, from players. Yep. Wow. That's how oh, fast Sam it Sam Amalo. Sam Amalo, right? He was yeah. back up. You're right. Um, yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Good yeah, good call out of Philly. Uh, wow. Philly Ian. Um yeah, that's it. Oh, Jake Elliott. Good good work out of uh, Spa City Shop. That's a good call. That's a good call. Um, mm. Yeah, right? I mean, that's that's amazing. But that's just think about it. Five years from now, this team's going to look completely different. Absolutely. You hope Jalen Hurts is still here. All right, you look at your crystal ball. Let's have a little fun with this. Who's still here in five years? Let's see. Jalen. Jalen Hurts. Devontae. Jeez. That's a good question. Devontae Smith. Devontae. Uh, Devontae. Lane, Dean. Lane Johnson will be retired by then. Nicobe Dean. Kobe Dean. Wait, five years from now? Yeah, that depends. And um, Davis will be here. Davis. Five years from now. So they're all in a rookie contract, which means Davis has that fifth-year option. They may implement that fifth-year option on him then. Uh, Nicobe Dean. Who knows? Depends on how he excels up the ladder. He could be a big money free agent. He could be. He could price himself out of the Eagles market. You never Possibly. know at that yep. point. Possible. Of course. Then again, according to the way the salary cap keeps going up, it'd be a lot more money to play with. Then also, um, wow, five years from now, um, um, the the center, the rookie center. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Jurgens. Uh, Cam Jurgens. Jurgens. Ooh. Not maybe maybe Landon Dickerson. Maybe, yeah, maybe. He Point might, is, there are going to be many. He <laughs> might he might be your starting tackle by then. <laughs> Anything's possible, yeah, at, at this point. But yeah, it's uh, it's it's especially in that league, the turnover so so quick. It is so quick, and there's wow. it, it is so different. Even off of that seventeen team. A lot of guys left after that year, and a lot of guys were gone the next year. Like Chris Long played one more year, he was gone. But there yeah. were a few guys yeah. who left right after that season uh, ended, right? I mean, Tory Smith wasn't back, I don't think, right? He, he, he no. was one and done. No, uh, he, no, he was not. There were a bunch of wow. guys. Yeah. Yeah, amazing, right? Both quarterbacks gone. Coach is gone. I'm, I'm curious to see 
how many holdover from this team just the next year? You know, we're talking about five years, just next year. What is the mindset? You already know how he's buying closed doors, calculating on a, on a, block, a chalkboard. Mm-hmm. Can I, can we fit him in? What is he going to cost us? Because guys like Bradbury playing at a Pro Bowl level. Yep. Um, you know, Reddick is still under contract. Kazir White, you know, it, is, is it a given that N'Kobe Dean is just going to take over? Or do you want to keep that depth? Right. Is it a given that T.J. Edwards is going to be back here? You know, since he's put himself in a, a different financial bracket because of this season. You know, it's it's going to be interesting to see what Howie does. Now, if Howie finds a way to bring them all back, I wouldn't be surprised one bit because Howie sees things in a cap that most people don't, especially us on the outside looking in this city. Mm-hmm. But that's a lot of money you got to play with. And it starts at the top. The, the pier, top of the pyramid starts. How much are you paying that quarterback and then trickle down to the rest of these guys? Yeah, it'll be you fascinating. Know? All right, so let's uh, let's step aside. We'll come back. Mike Quick is going to join us. We'll get Mike's thoughts on Jalen Hurts, on how the receivers are doing, this offense, this defense. We're going to hit everything super nuts with Mike when we come back. So you don't want to go anywhere. A little later in the show, uh, we will dip into our NFL segment, which will include a little buy or sell playoff, uh, an update from last night's game, some, some bad injury situations. We'll also uh, pay tribute to a uh, college coach uh, lost way too soon. We will do that as well. So don't go anywhere. Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network, hanging out with you on this Tuesday. All right, I want to tell you about Pro Action Restoration. I talked to Mike McIntyre today, in fact, the man who runs the show. And they are just helping people out all over the Delaware Valley, all over the country. Uh, Whatever it takes, there's any kind. They were in Florida for a long time after we had some of those nasty storms. But they are the best in the business. And if you have a home, you have a business, you have a property, and you've gone through the inconvenience of water, fire, smoke, mold damage, you name it. You know how trying that can be. And they are prepared and they are ready for your call 24 hours, seven days a week if you're having any problems. I went through it on a Saturday. The crew got over there. They fixed the problem. They diagnosed what was going on. They cleaned it up. The price was reasonable. It was it was a great relief in a lot of ways. They are licensed, bonded, fully insured. They've been serving the tri-state area for more than two decades. ProAction will work in conjunction with your insurance company also, which is key. Again, water, fire, smoke, mold damage, you name it. They can handle it. Give them a call, 610-623-3760, 610-623-3760, or online, ProActionRestoration.com. That's ProActionRestoration.com. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game now streaming on the Six ABC Family of Apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement 
But would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not least, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero Down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Hope you're doing well. We're going to have Mike Quick with us in a little bit. Um, yeah, get on board of the D-Gun love train, everybody. <laughs> pulling into the station. Oh, my God. I do love the tune, man. So we're going to roll with this, right? We, we don't need to change anything else up. No, we're good. Good. All, right. All in favor, say aye. Aye. What? Barry, you're oh, on mute. Uh-oh. Barry? Oh, oh, you're on mute. You're on mute. Negative. Oh, no, I'm just playing, just playing, just what? playing. I, I love it. I love what? it. <laughs> All the polls say nay. The I eyes have something lined up, man. Okay, okay, okay. No, nah, this is that's that's nice, man. I, I, you, we don't need to mess up, you know, what's already good, man. Leave well enough alone. That's yes. that's the rest. Let's rock with it. If they agree, I'm talking about Nate, man. We don't want to hear what you got to say right now, man. You know what? Why you got to be a hater, man? Why you want to be a hater? I love it, man. I love Dang it. Burrito said nay. You know what? Uh, Dang, <laughs> we ain't got time for this, man. The D gun love train rolling, bro. That's right. That's exactly right. Um, all right. So uh, we talked a lot about the defense in the last segment. Again, Mike Quick will be uh, joining us shortly. And a little later, we'll talk, uh, dig into some NFL things that are going on because there's a lot happening NFL-wise. Injuries, guys signing certain places, maybe a bit of a tell with some of these guys and where they're signing with another uh, individual who's been bandied about to maybe make a comeback. Uh, and like I said, we'll do a little buy-sell later in the show. Uh, we'll talk a little, you know, while we're waiting for Mike, why, why don't we, we touch on this? So uh, Mike Leach passed away. Uh, the, the coach most recently uh, was coaching at Mississippi state prior to that Washington state prior to that Texas tech. He was a coordinator among other places, Oklahoma and a few other spots, but uh, he was 61. He was one of the true characters uh, of the game and, of college football. And he, he was oftentimes uh 
out there, but fun. And and you learned something. And you had a bit of a, a laugh, and you thought a little bit when that guy spoke, man. So he that's a that's a big loss for the uh, college football world for sure. Huge loss, huge loss because he um he brought to the offensive side of the ball, man. He was a he was a guru and spreading teams out and running offense, man. So uh, yeah, this is a, this is tough, man. This is tough. Yeah, air raid offense. Uh, and he, he uh, Gardner Minshew was his quarterback at Washington State. Yep, yep. So I'm sure we'll be hearing from Gardner this week. Uh, you know, about losing his uh, his old coach because he – go ahead, Derek. I'm sorry. The thing I like most about him is you just never knew what he was going to say when he stepped to a podium uh, or if a mic was thrust in his face. He um, he made he made interviews fun. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of coaches, and understandable, uh, from the college ranks of the pros, are very guarded in terms of what they're saying. He doesn't care. He made fun of himself. He made fun of people in the media uh, and people gravitated towards him because of that. You know, Um, he may not have won a national championship, but I tell you what, the man was a winner. And when you look at his overall record, you know, 158 and 107 as a college coach, it tells you that um, players played hard for him. People love being around him. And to to be all of a sudden, I mean, he was just at practice this past Saturday when he started feeling ill. Yeah. And all of a sudden, a few days later, he's gone, you know. Yeah. Yep. And you know, that's why I always tell my kids and, and anybody, you know what? Don't don't take don't take every breath you breathe for granted, man. You know. Absolutely. Because tomorrow's not promised to you. Matter of fact, today, a full day is not promised to you. You wake man. up, it's a win. That's right. You know. That's why yeah. every every day before I put my feet on the ground when I wake up in the morning, and I thank God for giving me another day on this earth to be mm-hmm. with my family. You know, my grandkids, my kids, my wife, you know, and, you know, I take nothing, nothing for granted anymore, man. Except for me. Except for for Barrett. Wait, wait, Barrett, you got people believing that I, that I pick on you, that I don't like you. Somebody asked me once I was out of the Wawa, do you and Barrett really, is there a lot of tension between you and Barrett? I started laughing out loud in Wawa. Like, no, man. I mean, that's that's us. That's how we roll. Yes. If we were nice to each other, I'd be more nervous if we were nice to each other. Were you nice to me? That's what I'm What's saying. Yes. You know, and my, even my wife is like, don't you think you're a little too hard on Barrett? No, no, no. <laughs> Do you not listen to what he says to me sometimes? No. Oh, my God. I love Jeez. it. Jeez. I love it. Oh, oh but just put a bow on uh, Mike Leach. Do yourself a favor. He does a sideline, and I and I don't know the, the woman's name, but I, he does a sideline interview. Uh, it was either this year or last year, and he's coming off the field. And the sideline reporter is is pregnant. And it, instead of like X's and O's, and oh, what, you know, what went well for you here? And uh, he asks her about, you know, the, the, the impending baby and the whole process and it's and she's just like i can't believe this guy's talking to me about this it was just like it shows you like where this guy he was just different man in, in a in a yeah. good way you know that's for sure um but anyway all right so let's uh let's dig in <laughs> what's the matter jeff kerr there was a jacob media pickup game and d selected jeff kerr over barrett <laughs> <laughs> That's and Kevin Savard, my apology. Kevin Savard said, "GD Gun, what about us in the stream?" Yes, man, y'all my favorites too, man. Yes, there you yes. go. Got to love I, all the people in the chat. Yeah, and by the way, at one thirty, wow, man, yeah, yeah, get a break in here, man. That is that's rough. Yeah. And, and Jeff Kerr gets some shrapnel too for no reason, man. Right, right. Poor Jeff. 
uh, our great That's host. That's a great dude, man. Good morning, NFC East. Yes, been on the show many times. Yo, can we get this John Dickerson on the show, man? I can't wait. I can't wait. I The, the two guys who st- – I will just – I'll give a little love here. Two guys whose stats I, like, thoroughly enjoy. They put out interesting, like, thought-provoking stats all the time. Yeah. One is Ruben Frank, NBC yep. Sports Philadelphia. Yep. The other one is Jeff Kerr. Our own Jeff Kerr, mm-hmm. it also you know works CBS mm-hmm. Sports. They they put out awesome stats where you're like, damn, okay, you know, just just really make you kind of think stats. So yeah, props to those guys. Um, all right, so we're uh, we're efforting Mike Quick as as we speak. We'll see what happens here. So um, l- let's dig in here to Jalen Hurts a little bit because you know what's happening here, guys, is uh, is nothing short of remarkable. This this kind of advancement that we're seeing. So he's got 3,100 passing yards, a little over. 22 touchdowns, just three interceptions, completing 68% for a 108.4 passer rating. He's rushed for 686 yards and 11 touchdowns. So that's a grand total of 33 touchdowns to go with one interception. Um, His interception ratio is one every 129 attempts. What? That's remarkable. Every 129. Mm. Uh, passer rating of 94 or better eight straight games. Okay. This guy is not just trending the right way. He's obliterating things like the way that he's going right now. And, you know, we've had a lot of MVP discussions and we know what this year means for him because he has one more year left on his deal. And there's a lot at play here. Right. Um, but all of that stuff is secondary to how he's leading this team and to fly and the, and the, you know, the other number you want to throw out there is his team's 12 and one. It, it's been unbelievable how good he's been. And you just wonder what this is going to look like three, four years from now when he's 27, 28 years old, really what is typically peak prime years for quarterbacks. It's only 24. Go right. Ahead. And, and there, there lies, there lies the whole conversation of what is his, what is his, his, his threshold? What is his limit? And the sky's the limit for him. The only thing that you could really say about his game is his game hasn't won a Super Bowl yet. Right. There's been no quarterback with the intangibles that he has, um, awareness that he has, execution, uh, leadership. There's been no one that has all those things in one package. You can have a guy that has all the other stuff in one um uh, this and this and that in the package, but he doesn't have this, or he doesn't have this and this in this package, and he doesn't have this. He has everything in one, and is playing at a high level. But there still has not been a dual threat quarterback, and you have to say he's a dual threat quarterback, even though he's a great quarterback. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> you can say he's a drop back quarterback, but you have to also include his intangibles that he's a dual threat quarterback also there's nothing wrong with you can just be a drop back quarterback and we've seen them those guys win super bowls but where have we seen a dual threat quarterback do it well Jalen does all that also but he just happens to be one hell of an athlete so he kind of gets pigeonholed into just that dual threat instead of just pigeonholed into being an all-encompassing quarterback and I think that's the biggest problem especially with the national media they see him as only a dual threat quarterback instead of seeing everything that he does. He passes the eye test and every single box gets checked. When you look at his game, when you look at him play, he does everything. 
Mm-hmm. He can sit back in the pocket and drop back and read defenses and push the ball down the field just like any other player and could do it successfully. Reads everything. But he can also make you pay by running for 40 yards and for a touchdown. Yeah. Or run through a guy. But can he win a Super Bowl? I say yes, but we'll see this year. And this will be the first time that it will be documented that a dual-threat quarterback has done it. Yeah, I, I, I think that that it scares people. That Wait, has, has done what, Barrett? Won a Super Bowl. A dual-threat quarterback? Yes. I would say, I would go so far as to say, hold on, guys. Uh, Mike, Mike Quick is calling me. Hold go on. do your thing. Go do your thing. Yeah. yeah, hop off for a minute. We'll get that straight out. Barrett, I, you know, it, it's funny. Like, you make a lot of good points about this. So I think that it's still – there's still a negative connotation to the running part of it. I look at it as an advantage because you can do both. Uh, That's what we do here, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, other guys who are mobile – like Steve Young could run, man. But – he, I don't, I don't know if he had that label. I don't know if this is a color thing or not. Maybe it is, but uh, from back in the day, where where people want to put, the, you know, white guys do this, black quarterbacks do whatever. I, I hear right, that right. nonsense, but that's just me. Steve Young was a guy who could run. John Elway could run, right? Yep. But they're not. They don't. They weren't labeled certain ways. Um, yep. And you know, I I think we're we're chipping away at that to an extent, maybe. But it's maybe that's a, maybe there's a little bit of that still attached to this. I don't know. But I think it does scare people that a, a, a quote unquote dual quarterback hasn't necessarily won a Super Bowl yet. Right. Maybe maybe right. that's part of it. Why he won't get the love that he deserves? Maybe I don't know. Like 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 for instance, if Allen wins a Super Bowl, Josh Allen, right? What's the difference? Then that mantra is over with. Yeah. Now a dual threat quarterback has won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Jalen Hurts wins a Super Bowl. Then that mantra is over with because we've now seen it. We've seen it happen before. Yeah. So either one of those two quarterbacks right now wins the Super Bowl, then you have to take that stigma off. Yeah. Now you have to align them with the greats at the quarterback position as just a quarterback. Yeah. And I think, you know, I, I, Russell Wilson was a guy who would buy time, but he could also run and take off. I thought, you know, at least him winning would have put some of this stuff to bed but maybe it maybe it's still there i don't know he's still a drop back quarterback yeah he is, he is. He, that, that's why i mean what, yeah. Derek, what do you think you think I, I don't see i don't see russell wilson as a dual threat quarterback i see him as drop back uh muted gunner yes yes he was a, a drop back quarterback but he was also dual threat russell would kill you because he would be able to he would frustrate a defense because just when you think you had him, he'd slip under you, and he's gone. He 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 doesn't run like a Lamar Jackson, a Jalen Hurts, a Kyler Murray, but he can kill you with his legs also. And he came for time though. He wasn't killing huh? for he'd a be lot killing of a lot time. of times. Yeah, but a lot of you're right. A lot of times he would pirouette like a, like a Patrick Mahomes, and, and kill you to buy time. And all of a sudden he deliver a strike because the guy would eventually free up. Um, but I, I would say he he was the dual three. He had the athleticism. Haven't haven't had the luxury of watching him at Wisconsin. His fifth year of college, he played at Wisconsin. What he did at Wisconsin was very similar to what he's made a name for himself doing in the pro ranks. Most of what he did was to buy time, but he could also hurt you. Now, initially, before Mike, by the way, Mike Quick said he'll join us in about five minutes. So, okay. All right. Cool. So Xander, get ready for that. He's he's going to contact Xander. But before Mike called me, I was going to say when you said 
you you could I, I don't want to misquote you, but you said you couldn't think of another dual threat quarterback that won a Super Bowl. And the first name that came to mind for me was Steve Young. Yeah. Yeah, I threw Young out there too when yeah, you were okay. when you popped All right. off. Yeah, All right. I I he's not that. he's not a dual quarterback. He was a drop back quarterback. Steve Young? Yes. Steve Young was a rollout quarterback. Steve Young was a pocket quarterback. And Steve Young would kill, he'd take off a run. They had design runs for Steve Young when he played 49ers. Steve, no, I'm talking about Steve Young was just I mean, yes, he could run. He could run. Yeah. But they yeah. did not use his intent. They did not use his intangibles like that to 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 play not, the game. Not the West like, Coast not offense like is not, yeah. No, not like today's that's what I'm saying. Today's quarterback. quarterback, like read option. Right now, they're saying I'm when I when I think of a dual threat quarterback now, I'm thinking of a quarterback that uses the read option, RPOs, mm -hmm. what they term as college offense. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to, you know, mm. I'm, 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 I'm trying to eliminate this stigma. You know, they're trying to eliminate the stigma that you can't win an NFL title doing those type of things. Okay. Okay. That's, you know a, fair, that's a fair statement. Okay. When you put it like that, then no, I can't think of a so-called dual threat quarterback based on today's standards of what a dual threat quarterback has evolved to being. No, it has not happened yet. But when you talk about quarterbacks with the ability to be dual threats, yes, Russell Wilson, Steve Young are first and foremost come to mind. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he got well, he got to the Super Bowl, but he didn't win it, did he? He didn't get there. He okay, so he is not. He got to the conference championship. Okay. Yeah, he had um, he, his Flacco he had, wanted for them. Okay. Yeah, I I think. You know, look, all, all these things are made to be broken, and 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 I think this would put an end to this nonsense but i i think i get it like until it happens people are going to be skeptical well, I like, like like a, a people on stream you know i'm talking out of my butt no i'm not talking on my butt i'm talking about a dual threat quarterback um who was mm. that uh oh i just saw that um i say you i say you out of your butt for a number of reasons but not not what we're talking about now yeah i mean i mean they <laughs> i know what they i know what they mean you know what i'm saying that's the, the jay right. owens you know i know he meant that he didn't mean that in a in a in a negative way. I'm hoping right. he didn't mean it in a negative way. But right. I, I kind of understand. I understand what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? Um, when I say a dual threat quarterback, meaning running read option. You know what I'm saying? I'm running quarterback that that you know that they'll call um, um, 14 blast and have a fullback going downhill, a running back blocking for him. And the quarterback has the ball behind them. Steve Young didn't do shit like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're gonna say that, you you got Doug Flutie. Well, you would say he was a running quarterback. That's all he did was run around frenetically. You know what right. I'm saying? They right. didn't call power sweeps. Right. With Doug Flutie or they Steve didn't have nearly Young. the amount of design plays. Right. That, they that didn't. They they, Steve Young never ran a power sweep like Jalen Hurts just ran. This last game with Calcaterra pulling up in the hole, a guard pulling up in the hole, kicking out, and he going for a touchdown. Right. But Steve Young had designed run plays, though. He has designed draw plays. No, he draws are easy. No, he, he never, he never ran. He never Rick, ran. Rick. We call it nineteen bobs. He never ran nineteen bob. Nineteen bob. When you pull both guards around the corner, and he's has the ball going around the corner. They never okay. ran that. When I say Steve Young ran for almost 4,500 yards in his career, how do you counter that? 
He just he wasn't just scrambling to save his life because Steve Young played on dominant teams when he played. He, he played, played on he ran he ran an option. Okay, but it, but there were running plays called for him also. They had designed Bill Walsh had designed running plays for him. I'm not the West saying West Coast he, offense is not an offense. I that, know that. I that, know that. He ran that time. He ran the West Coast offense. He did, but Walsh had designed run plays for him. I still you don't, don't say run. I still don't say that he's a dual threat quarterback. He's not a, to me. He's not a dual threat. Right, quarterback. Right, today, running for almost forty five hundred yards is not. You can't compare. You can't compare. The How long was because, his career? Okay, but what does that have to do with anything? How many great quarterbacks have run for forty five hundred yards in a career? Think about that. I mean, I'm not saying he was what dual threat is now, That's but I'm saying now, for yes. his era. All right, well, he let's consider that dual threat. Let's bring in our next guest, see what he thinks on this one. Uh, he is the one and only Michael oh! Anthony Quick, uh, Eagles color analyst, uh, does an extraordinary job with Merle Reese on the team's broadcast, uh, 94 WP. What's up, Q? Hey, Rob, how you doing? I love spirit, spirited debates. Thank you. <laughs> well, Mike, this was sp- this, this basically was born out of like the maybe the national folks aren't giving Hertz quite the love and is some of it that they view him. This is you know, their view, not mine yeah. as this dual guy who maybe still, they don't aren't convinced that he's the passer yet. Do you think there's a little bit of that that's still happening? And is that, is there still those old stereotypes that are hanging around and those kind of things? Like how, how do you view it? Well, I just think that people are going to be that way. And even, you know, it doesn't matter how much he does. They're going to steal people. There'll still be people that will say that something's not right. There's still going to be people that are going to deny him who he is. But to me, he's right now he's playing the quarterback position better than any other quarterback in the National Football League. Okay, I'm a little bit biased because I'm here in Philadelphia area and I watch every snap that he plays. I don't watch every snap that any of the other guys play. Mahomes, I probably watch most of his. Um, the kid in Buffalo probably watched most of his, but I don't watch everybody in every snap. To me, it's hard to play the position better mm-hmm. than Jalen Hurts is playing. They, they ask him to do a lot of things, and he does all of these things extremely well. Oh, let me just follow up on that, Mike. It'd be one thing if he was doing this sort of like Justin Fields is, where you're just taking off constantly. And, and no. Nothing, no disrespect to him. I, think, I don't think he has weapons, and he's still learning the game and all that. We'll see him this week. He's Hertz is throwing the ball at a remarkable. I mean, he's completing 68%. He's got a 108 passer rating. He doesn't turn the ball over. Like all of those metrics are there. All of that, all of the stuff that makes that would make you a great quarterback. uh, All of those numbers are there, Rob. So everyone talked about, well, he'll never be a pocket passer. Well, from the pocket this season, his completion percentage is over 70%. That, from the pocket, his completion percentage is over 70%. So now they have all these other ingredients where you have the RPO game. Um, you have all of these runs and the run options and all the things that they're able to do. It's really a, a problem and a headache for any defensive coordinator that this team is going up against because you just don't know where to try and stop it. If you try and stop it with loading up the box, then you've got the receivers that are going to just tear you up in the passing game. And we saw that on Sunday. If you try and back up the defense to try and take away the passing game, well, then they're going to run the football. they got one of the best, one of the best offensive lines in football. And some of the stuff that they're doing, it's just 
ahead of where everyone else is mm -hmm. defensively in the league. I had a conversation with Carl Banks on Sunday up at the Meadowlands when right yeah. before, before the game. And Carl Banks said to me, quick, it's ridiculous how good this football team is that you guys have. He says, like, it doesn't even make sense. He said, it's almost like you should be allowed to play 12 men on defense so that you can so that you can slow down this offense because you have a quarterback that can do all the things that Hurts does. And I completely agree. Hey, Mike, let me ask you this real quick, because as we wind down this season, uh, one of the hot topics to debate is who is the MVP? Now, we agree in unison that based on numbers, performance, it's Jalen Hurts. But I, I brought up a counter to that yesterday. Yeah, you go, you go back to last year. Tom Brady crossed the board, number one attempts, passing yards, touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers finished twelfth in passing. Yet Aaron Rodgers wins the MVP, and both teams had identical thirteen and four records. And I've said because there's this wild factor still with Patrick Mahomes. Yes, that Patrick Mahomes is. I think the. I still think this award is based more on a popularity contest than it is based on overall performance. And I would not be shocked because a prime example just this past Sunday, Patrick Mahomes one play, wheels out of trouble, running down the sideline, throws a dart underhand to a guy, touchdown. Another play does a three sixty spin, turns around over the middle, touchdown. People yeah. are more wild by that those antics than they are overall numbers. And I said I wouldn't be surprised if Mahomes wins the MVP because everybody's enamored with the with the magician that Patrick Mahomes is. Can I just to tell you this? I'll go back, and it, go, it takes us back a lot of years. But yeah. uh, I went to the Pro Bowl five consecutive times. That fifth time that I went to the Pro Bowl, I probably shouldn't have been voted to the Pro Bowl. Mm -hmm. It was off the reputation that I had gone into previous four years. Yeah. I, better receivers in the league. So I had, my numbers were decent that fifth year that I went, but there were guys around the league that I thought were more deserving of that spot on the roster of the Pro Bowl the fifth year that I went to the Pro Bowl. You're exactly right, D-Gun. There's a reputation factor to all of these things. Mm -hmm. If Patrick Mahomes is winning at the clip that the Eagles are winning or if his numbers are somewhere near, even if Jalen is more important to, more valuable to his team, then more than likely Mahomes is going to get the nod based on the reputation that he comes mm -hmm. in with. Mm -hmm. I um, I, I look at this 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 the entirety of the offense, the entirety of the defense, and the entirety of the um, special teams. Yeah. Offensive defense, we have enough to win a Super Bowl. It's Special teams now becoming getting at a level that you know it won't be on our Achilles heel. It won't hurt us. And uh, you know, at any point, do you think this will be a weapon for us? Well, B, I just believe that uh, if your special teams don't lose games for you, you as long as your offensive defense is strong enough, you're going to be okay. So special teams today are not what they were when you had special teams really making the difference and you many guys that were, you, you don't see many punt returns for touchdowns like we have years gone by you're right about we, that and we definitely don't see kickoffs because we don't see that many kickoffs that are even bought back mm -hmm. strategically kicking the ball so that you have to bring it back because they know they have the coverage units 
that are not a, not going to allow you to get even to the 20-yard line. So as much as special teams are important, and we know that that's one phase of one-third of the game, I don't think it has the same significance that it's had in the past just because of rules changes and really just the way the game is now. We just don't see it. We don't see the um, – what was the guy named? Devin Hester type yep. of guy. Yeah, there's, no there's no one in the league like that where they're going to have – Joshua the, Cribs. Right, Cribs. Mm-hmm. Not, we're not going to have anyone with do, nearly double-digit returns for touchdowns, and I don't know if we're ever going to see that again. Mm. Mike, I, I want to go back to the, the innovation part of the offense. I mean, it's unbelievable what Hurts is doing executing, but they, you're right. They seem to be a step ahead of what everybody else is doing now. They're they're able to incorporate him and, and play to his strengths, utilize those receivers. Look, it helps when you have great players, but yes. a, every phase is clicking here. The running game with Sanders is nasty. You you can you can beat teams. Anything they want to try to take away, you can just counter with. Just tell us about the job that Sirianni and Steichen are doing here. Well, it's it's – it's pretty amazing, quite honestly. I, I, I'm sitting and I'm watching all the variety that they're hitting the Giants with in that game, and I was just thinking, man, Shane Steichen, wow, look at the job that he's doing. And this guy, the defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale for the Giants, he doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So when they <laughs> listen, when, early in the game when they tried to press him, tried to blitz him, they were beating the blitz. Eagles beat him on the blitz, beat him mm-hmm. on the blitz. Check downs. Then, then what do you do? You try and back up and, and play a little more zone and they run the ball down your throat. So it's, you know, it's the type of offense that they, they can make adjustments. They can make you make adjustments and whatever you do, the answer is you're incorrect. You're wrong. It's that type of offense. Mike, can you talk about how Miles Sanders has emerged this year better than ever in terms of being more patient behind the line of scrimmage, waiting for the hole to come to him, blocking ability, and 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 not just going down an initial contact now, churning the legs, picking up those extra two and three yards, and about how he's played with that proverbial chip on his shoulder all season. No, I, I love the way he's playing, and he's definitely playing his best football. Um, the numbers bear it out, but if you just watch him from week to week, uh, D-Gun, no one's talking much about this. But he had two or three blocks in that game. Mm-hmm. That yes. Crucial blocks on linebackers, on guys that were getting too, getting too close to his quarterback mm-hmm. and effective of his quarterback. So he's throwing his body in there to make sure that he shields his quarterback. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply quarterback you know that type of stuff from miles is what really like gets me going when i see him do things like that they were able to attack the giants primarily on the perimeter in the run game because they're so athletic at the offensive line mm-hmm. you know pull the offside guard or offside tackle and let them kick out and then they've got a tight end that's leading through the gaps on those mm-hmm. runs dude this stuff is just so hard to stop <laughs> Oh, Barrett, you know how hard. <laughs> this stuff is just so hard for anyone to stop. And regardless of what you do, because they have these options in their offense, they can prove you wrong on whatever you try and do defensively. And that's just where they are right now. Mm. No question, man. I, I mean, just like you were talking about, they ran just simple old power. Over and power. over. Over and, and over. And pulled the backside guard up through the hole, kicked it out, and then you then you have Calcaterra, who I didn't know could block, pulling his fullback, leaning up in the hole, kicking people out, and they had over 156 yards uh, on, on on running plays in which the back or quarterback, whoever was running the ball, did not get touched. Yeah, did not get touched over 150 yards before the running back or quarterback, or wherever, get, didn't get touched. Before somebody touched it, they had over 150 yards. Of that that's to me, that's incredible from a from a running standpoint. But it just goes to show how good this offensive line is, and yeah, and 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 where they belong as far as you know, uh, ranked as far as in the NFL. They allowed them to do whatever they want to do from any system because those guys are so good up front. And B, when you when you have a quarterback, he goes to the line of scrimmage and and he's got a play, and he sees oh. This is not the right play for play call for where it was set up. And he's able to redirect what they're doing. Absolutely. Fine. And he's able to redirect the call and get this team into the correct call so that they have success. He's on a different level. And he's, you know, it, it it's not uh, by chance. It's not a serendipitous thing. He puts the time in. He spends the time. He gets into the film room, he gets into the meeting room with the coaches. When everybody else is having a day off, he's spending time with the coaches so that the game plan is what it is from week to week. Like, yeah, you had that little mini, I'm being real nitpicky here with a 12-1 and team, but a little bit of a lull, right? They survived the Houston game, the, the Washington loss, the Colts game. Maybe it wasn't their sharpest efforts there, and you thought, did they peak early, and is this kind of heading the wrong way? But man, I mean, they flipped it after that in, in a in a big way. So, what do you attribute that? Is it just the ebbs and flows of a season sometimes, where you're going to have a little little bit of a dip? And does some of it coincide with getting Sue and Joseph? I, I mean, it it just seems like 
they're playing unbelievable since that little little stretch where they weren't maybe on their A game. Well, Sue and Joseph didn't have much to do with the offensive side of the ball. And yeah. you look at the points that they've scored over the past three weeks. It's just, you know, it's mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that it's part of the ebbs and flows of the season. It's so hard. This game takes so much out of you from week to week. And the, the toughest thing for me, I think, when I'm watching this, how do you get up for another game in Uh-oh. We lose Mike? Oh, we lost Mike for a second. We'll see if we – Xander, let me know when you when we get him back up. We, uh, I think we have him. Actually, he's back. All right, we got you back, Mike. We got you back, but you're muted, uh, Does that if that makes sense. All right, Xander, let's put him on hold. Let's get his uh, audio straightened out. You, you give me the uh, the high sign, Xander, when he's good to go audio-wise. But uh, I, I was – man, I'm right – I was w- bated breath, man, waiting for the answer for that. You know, that's how it always happens. It's like – all right. But we'll get Mike back up there. Uh, good insight from Mike, as always, on uh, on both sides of the ball. But they did, guys. They had that little moment where you're like, oh, they peaked. And then they didn't peak. You know, that's for sure. Uh, but, yeah, especially on the offensive side, as Mike points out, last three games, they've gone 40, 35, 48 in their last three games. Yeah, pretty crazy. I think – do we have him back? We got him back. All right, Q, we got you back, man. Oh, hey. <laughs> Hi. There you are. Yes. So, uh, so, no, I was talking about the ebbs and flows of the season. Yeah. I just believe that the most difficult thing, when you completely wrench your emotions, physically wrench yourself throughout a, a football game, it's just it just takes so much out of you. And to be able to, week to week, get up to the level that you need to get up to, to be to beat it's to me the toughest thing to do in the National Football League. That's probably not um, talked about nearly as much as it should be because I just think it's hard to get up for every game and to get your body and get your mind to the shape that you need to beat teams week in and week out. So there are some weeks that you're just not at your best. I just completely believe that. And I know because I was there for a lot of years. Right. Hey, Mike, outside of Jalen Hurts, give me your MVP of this Eagles team. Oh, wow. Gosh. Ooh, that's really good, D. <laughs> that's a tough one, man. D, that's really good. Um, so, wow. I like the hesitation in his voice. You know why? Because there's so many options to choose from. Right. It's a great problem. Mike's thinking about it this much. It's great. And there are so many options. Um, But what's crazy is I'm not not just thinking about the guys in the helmets. I'm thinking about Brian Johnson, Mm. the guy who's in, you know, Brian Johnson has done so much with Jalen Hurts in getting him prepared. Shane Steichen, uh, as much as people beat up (laughs) – Gannon, Jonathan Gannon, like I just, and, and and then I think about the guys in the helmets and, you know, Kelsey and what he does. Lane Johnson, there's nobody better at right tackle in the National Football League in my mind than Lane Johnson. Mm-hmm. Lane Johnson was crushing guys on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He does it each and every week. He's crushing people. Mm-hmm. 26 games, Mike, without allowing a sack. T.J. Edwards has played some of the best football I've seen a linebacker play 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm just, I'm just saying. They talk. They say the guy wasn't fast enough. He mm-hmm. went undrafted. Um, but I tell you what, they're. <laughs> he's so smart. He's such a student that whatever teams are doing, he understands it based on down distance uh, formations, all of the things that 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 he has in his computer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's a step ahead because he's such a student. He's such a smart, heady football player. The, there are so many guys that, you know, mm. Jalen, that you think about that has helped this team to get to where they are. Mike, I got to ask you about the Cowboys. I know it's two weeks away. We can do it. The Ooh. team can't do it, right? Yeah, that team, unfortunately. Um, from what you've seen from them, and obviously I know you get, you get a much closer eye on the birds, but you played them up close and personal. It was a different situation. No Cooper Rush, et cetera. But yeah. how tough is this game going to be Thanks, or, uh, Christmas Eve? Um. Hopefully the Eagles have already clenched and have Bill, um, because well, probably not because the Cowboys. Yes, they're a good football team. They should have lost on Sunday. The Texans yeah. game one, and Texans, you know, let them drive the length of the field, and mm-hmm. even got the interception. They should have scored. It should have been an easy score. Yep. Bad play calling, bad decision making. Um, yeah, the Texans should have beaten them. Mm-hmm. Dallas is a very good football team. Um, I think they're lacking another stud receiver. That's one area that, you know, if you, if you handle CD lamb in the passing game, you hurt their passing game. Um, I think Tony Pollard is just way better right now than Zeke is because he's so explosive. Yep. Um, They've got a good offensive line. That's a good football team. And certainly the best team that the Eagles are going to face uh, until they get into the postseason. So mm-hmm. I don't think for granted when it comes to Dallas. Uh, their defense is really good. They've got some studs on their defense. You know, Michael Parsons, everyone knows that he's one of the best defenders in the National Football League. And they're smart. Dan Quinn and the way he uses Michael Parsons, it's just it, it's just smart football. Mm-hmm. Um that's a good football team, and, you know, that's going to be a good matchup. So hopefully the game does mean something because I would like to see this team go against them and both at their best mm-hmm. because I really believe that this is a better football team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think the same thing, but um, just from a just from a coaching standpoint, you see Nick Sirianni is the best coach in the NFL right now. He should be um, – uh, put up there as for one of the best? I think it's a conversation that, that should be regularly around the National Football League. When you talk about who's the coach of the year, why wouldn't his name be in the top? There has to be a short list with his name on it. Mm-hmm. We don't hear about it outside of our fishbowl, though. Nobody talks about how good of a coach he is. Uh, I think they're starting to talk about him. You know, um, they talk about how crazy he is on the sideline. That's for right. <laughs> But I think I think more and more, um, because when I listen to guys, when I'm talking to guys, that there is conversation about Nick Sirianni, not necessarily as the best coach in the league, but just conversation about Nick and what he's done with this football team, the culture, uh, the way that they, as as he says, as he connects with his players, and the like. When you watch these guys, they seem to have so much fun and so much of that camaraderie that you'd like to see with good teams. And 
I give Nick Sirianni the credit for that. And a lot of the things that they're, they're, they're doing, the discipline that they have in, in many areas, I give Nick Sirianni a, a lot of credit for that and the coaching staff that he put together and he oversees on a day-to-day basis. Hey, hey, Mike, I brought this up on the show yesterday, and I've been here over 25 years. You've been here a lot longer than I have. And even to this day, it has still just perplexed me why media and fan bases outside of Philadelphia, year in and year out, just refuse to give the Eagles their just due in, in a lot of areas. I mean, yeah. when, even when you look at the national shows, they talk more about Kansas City and, and, and Dallas and San Francisco and, and Buffalo more so than the Eagles. Give me your perspective on why do you think people on the outside looking in have this, this uh, disdain for Philadelphia? They're haters. <laughs> <laughs> not, not said. <laughs> Drop the mic. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I can give you a long, drawn-out explanation. Bottom line, they're haters. Well said. Well said. Uh, Mike, looking forward to it. Uh, Chicago this oh, week. Man. You, you get to go down there. Uh, the scene of the uh, the Fog Bowl uh, 100 years ago. But uh, yeah. go back to Chicago, see if the Eagles keep it rolling. And then, of course uh, – after that, man, it's it's Christmas Eve against the Cowboys. What what a what a ride it's been, man! And, and it is a pleasure to listen to you and Merrill uh, week in and week out. Man. Absolutely, Keep up work. we appreciate it. You know, you guys do a great job. I get to tune in many times, uh, go on YouTube and check you out. Some of the guests that you have and uh, some of your past shows. You guys do a great job, and uh, thanks for having me on today. Mike, Thank thanks, you, Mike. man. Have appreciate a great rest it, of your day. Appreciate yep. a couple minutes. The, the always, always informative and fun to talk to Mike Quick. He's the best. He's the best. All right. We'll get a quickie in here, guys, and we'll come back. We'll put a little bow on the Eagles. So we're going to have our NFL segment coming up at 2 o'clock. We'll mix in a little uh, Sixers playing tonight as well. So we got a lot more in store. Don't go anywhere. It was a lot of fun with Mike. And by the way, if you missed any of it, just go to jacobsports.com or go to Jacob Sports YouTube channel. You can catch the entirety of the interview and all of the shows that we do. They're all there. That's the beauty of what we do here. All right, quick timeout. We'll come right back. We'll continue with uh, all the fun and games. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. I want to tell you about Flynn Tree Services. Yes, Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. And by the way, you know, they're just a quick phone call away. They're experts trimming all types of trees, and they service southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flynn Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. Keep in mind, we're in that time of year now, right? Some nasty winds, it's getting cold, hurricane season. It's a good time to have your trees evaluated before you, before you have a bigger problem on your hands. Go to their Facebook or Instagram page for a sampling of their work or more information. Give Flynn Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848, or online at FlynnTreeServices.com. That's FlynnTreeServices.com. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps.
greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not least, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero Down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. Yes, we are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. B. Brooks, B. Gunn, R. Ellis just finished up with Mike Quick. Uh, always great to talk to Mike. Uh, that's for sure, guys. So we'll get back to football in one second, but we have the Sixers playing the Kings tonight. Yeah, the Kings are a little bit better than we're usually accustomed to. They're, they're usually one of the dregs of the league. They're 14 and 11 this year. Not not mm. bad. I mean, put it in perspective, the Sixers are 14 and 12. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know. Not, not bad, right? Should be a good game. Should be a good yeah. game. Yeah, and uh, De'Aaron Fox is going to play, it looks like, for the Kings tonight. There was some question there, but that game's, at, at, you know, game's in Philadelphia. Uh, of course, Joel B coming off a 53-point performance uh, against the Hornets uh, on Sunday, which may – I don't know if people flipped right over to that from the um, – from the Eagles game was uh, they, played, they played at six o'clock or it was kind of lost in the shuffle, whatever, but Embiid had a big night for sure. Um, they've won a few and a couple in a row here, but really one of those was that Friday game against the Lakers, which we all know was pretty bogus uh, all things considered. So Sixers playing tonight flyers are at the avalanche um, flyers, nine, 13 and seven avalanche, not off to quite the start. I think that most people anticipated they're 14, 10 and two. Uh, are the Avalanche, but uh, you know we'll see if the Flyers can kind of kind of get things going a little bit. I'm not uh, super optimistic, they, but we'll see. They ain't, beat, they ain't beating the Avalanche, man. Just, no, I don't. I don't think so. I, would, I, would, I would concur. Yes. I, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Hey, look, man. Hey, look, that Avalanche t- team is deep. Yeah, they're good. Talented, fast. I mean, physical. <laughs> I just hope they make you competitive, to be honest with you. And I'm trying yeah. to be as optimistic as I can about the Flyers. I'm still – I believe in you, Flyers. I believe I in you. you. I hear you. 
hey, it's official, not a shocker. Kyler Murray tore his ACL. Yeah, so. man. Uh, not on that dang turf, on that fake. No, 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 no. They play natural grass. That's yeah, they have that grass play. that they, yeah. they bring in and out of that uh, yeah. retractable roof. So, But, dude, he, as soon as he planted that foot, man, and you saw his knee buck, I'm like, you know. that's it. Bro, the human body's not meant to do this, man. No, man. When so, he put, you know, when a player puts a towel over their head when they get in car up, they know. Yeah, they yeah. they know, man. You know, it it's sad too, man. You know, um, we've 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 ripped him apart, and rightfully so, because of what he has not been to the organization and his antics on the sideline. You just hate to see any athlete get hurt like that, man. Oh, yeah. God, I mean, it's the oh. worst, you know. And you know what the what the, what they're in for. You know what the the rehab that they're in for, and the length of time. You know, and yeah. just how yeah. how mm. much goes into your prep, and how much you want to win, and how much what a mental strain that that is on any mm. athlete. It's all man, and the team is going to suffer from it because you you now see what Kyler Murray's. I keep see I keep on thinking about Calamari. What Kyler <laughs> <laughs> what Kyler Murray's worth is to that team because that offensive line sucks. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah. They're see bad, that beat up on team. They put they beat up on Coleman Course on fierce, yeah. And they they you can't rush, you can't rush Kyler Murray like you rush Coleman Course. Coleman Course gonna right. be right there. Mm-hmm. You rush Kyler Murray like that, he's gonna be out the gate. He's gonna be running. So you see how the defense, it's, it turned into a feeding frenzy. You know what I mean? A oh, yeah. feeding frenzy. Right. Yeah. They're uh, look. They're an awful team. I and mean, then you're going to see significant changes happening there. I think coach. I think GM. I think a lot of stuff's going to happen with that organization. I don't know. They, they, exciting, they, man. they just uh, they just gave that GM an extension. They I gave know. the coach extension. Kyle. The, I think the only one who's going to be gone would be the coach. He'll be the scapegoat in this whole thing. Boy, I don't know how the GM survives it, but I, I, maybe Derek. Maybe he's, I, he's been there a long time. They've they've had a measure of success. He was there. Um, when it was when things were good, he was yeah. instrumental in orchestrating that team. And but you're right. But I, I think when you when you stack them up, I think I think the coach is the one that's going to take the fall for this. And in many cases, rightfully so, because of decision making or lack thereof. Um, and I think well, the GM might survive this. That's what I'm saying. He hasn't done anything. I mean, if, the few games I've seen him play, you sit there going, "What the heck is he just? What do they call it? Right. What what are, what are you doing here? Are you not mm-hmm. looking at the situation?" Yeah, and that's so what I heard a lot of guys, yeah. you know, like, yeah. like you know, Vance, Vance Joseph's a pretty good defense coordinator. Uh, he's he's probably out of there also, you know. Probably it's gonna be a, a totally new uh, staff in there. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I, I honestly think Shane Steichen will probably be there, bro. Wow, more than likely. Well, so? uh, all right. So let, let's let's dig into this for a minute i think cardinals have a coaching change i'm just trying to run through let's go with the n let's go with the nfc for a minute um coaching changes nobody in the nfc east would we agree i agree i agree um probably nobody in the north Mm, campbell's doing a good job o'connell's doing a good job Uh, they're not not green bay Whatever flu's first year. First oh, year. heck no. No, the right. floor ain't going anywhere. South, you're going to have a new coach in Carolina. Uh, Atlanta, he's the, Arthur Smith's done a pretty decent job considering they don't have any talent. Is Dennis Allen a one and done? Oh, I think so. That's a, that's okay. a good one. That's a good one there. Right? Uh, I think both he and, and Bowles. 
Bowls might be a one and done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, West, I'd say Arizona. Everybody else is safe. And yep. then if you go to nobody in the AFC East. Uh, Seahawks no. might um, – what's his name? Might retire. Carroll might retire. Carol, mm. Maybe. I think he's been rejuvenated. Because, yeah, I do too a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's – do 70 years old, still running up and down the sideline, man. Makes my knees hurt just watching him. Um, I think Stefanski survives uh, in Cleveland. It, that would be a real scapegoat kind of move if you bury yeah, him after yeah. this year. But yeah, he 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 didn't sign he didn't sign you know who walks into that big yeah. contract. It's not his fault. Yeah, I think he survives one more year at least. Colts, we Colts very well could have a new coach, right? Um, Good point. Good point. Texans can't just keep blowing guys out after one year. Lovey Smith, I think Lovey Smith has too much respect around the league and down there to blow him out after one year. I mean, you already did that once. That does not bode well for the future if you do it again this quickly. You won't get another head coach. Nope. Yeah. You'll get one, but you have to go to the college ranks to get one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I do think Denver, it's a one and done for Hackett. I think he's out. Yeah, Hackett needs to go back to being an off. Hackett's a good offensive coordinator, yeah. not a head he, he coach. He needs to settle into that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, there's going to be what's that? Five, six jobs. Steichen mm. very well gets one. I mean, if this team keeps this going, man, and wins it, you're losing both coordinators. I think. Yep. Mm. You definitely lose Steichen. You think I so? Agree. You think the Colts uh, they're going to keep? I don't. No, I think. Uh, well, Ursay's a wild card, man. I don't yeah. know what that guy's going to do. But I, and it's all it's probably unfair to judge Saturday, but I haven't seen anything would say he's staying. If Carolina keeps playing the way they play, Steve Wilkes can get that get that interim tag off his name. You, and you might be job. right about that, Derek. Yeah, you, you absolutely you know, might be right about that. They seem uh, to be playing for him now in Carolina. I mean, they've turned it around. Mm-hmm. Raiders, they saved his job. Yeah, he survives, I think. And and Davis Josh, just doesn't yeah. want that egg on his face. Yep. You, you know, so I think he brings him back. Um, Still, I mean, you're you're still looking at some openings. I, you know, I, I'd have to dig through who the hot candidates are, and you know, whatever. But I, I would think the Eagles you think guys. Belichick be... sticks around. Mm, oh boy, good question. As I said, I mean, he might want to retire, man. Yeah, I think he's a habitual coach. I don't think he'd know what to do with himself if he wasn't coaching football. I think he likes teaching the game. He likes he likes being in the position of power. Um, he's had every, I mean, the man's won seven Super Bowls. How much more do you have to accomplish? He's, he's, he's kind of like Brady in that. I don't know if he can give it up. He's just so addicted yeah, I don't to the either. game. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't, how old is he now? Like 60? He's in the 70s. Is he in the 70s? Yeah, Belichick's yeah. He, he's at least 70. Mm-hmm. Is he yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. He's been around a lot. He, he became an assistant in 75. It was his first, uh, one of the first jobs. So he was born in, I'm pulling it up. Hey, 60, 52. So he's 70. 52. Okay. I think, I think I uh, think Belichick is in the least pressure-packed position of any coach in the National Football League. And here's why. He calls his own shots. Robert Kraft stays out of his way. When it comes to dealing with the media, he don't tell you nothing. And I say nothing with a capital N. Nothing. Never has. He doesn't buckle and get into heated debates with media people. He just basically cuts you off. You know, he gives you one word answers. No, I don't think there's any. Pre- yeah. Uh, we're not talking yes. about that now. We're not, no. we're not talking about that now. <laughs> uh, you got questions about the game. I think he's the most frustrating coach from a media perspective to get to. Um, 
he runs he runs it. He's he's a he's a god in the New England area. Yeah, I agree. I, I it's his call. Yeah. There, there, there's no way you would ever fight. It's it's a hundred percent on him whether he wants to come back or not. Um, yeah, yeah. But that that would be uh, be interesting. We, we had a I, I thought it was a pretty interesting question here uh, from Shizzo Flex. If you switched Hertz with Mahomes, are the Eagles in the same position they're in now? Yeah, I, I think it's an mm. interesting question. If you put Hertz on Kansas City, are they nine and three? Who's more valuable? Great mm. question. It's an excellent question. Great question. I think. I, I, yeah, God damn. I, I don't think Hertz would be. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't think Mahomes would be twelve and one here. To be honest, um, because of of the way they run their offense, I don't know if if Mahomes could run this offense. Right. To be honest. Yeah. Because of what they asked Jalen to do in both the running, the passing game, I don't think he could do it. I think Hertz could run Andy Reid's offense. Yeah. But I don't think Mahomes could run this offense. Interesting. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. an it's a, it's great food for thought. I mean, two spectacular players, that's for sure. Um but yeah, definitely one to dig into. All right. Let's uh let's come back uh with our NFL segment including buy or sell playoff edition. It it, it it's it is fluid every week, man. Some teams move up, some teams move down, and whether or not we think they get in or not, we will dip into a uh, 2.30 segment. We'll, and, and maybe even before that, we'll take some of your, your questions in the uh, chat section. So you want to fire some at us, we will do that as well. Don't go anywhere. He's Derek Gunn. He's Barrett Brooks. I'm Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports, YouTube Network. All right, IT infrastructure from Razor Technology. IT infrastructure environments are more complex and heterogeneous than ever before. Consequently, teams struggle to respond to pressing issues with the speed necessary to promote positive business results and the data that powers predictive monitoring and automation is left unexploited. Razor Technology addresses this challenge with a holistic approach that connects every part of an organization's technology assets, enabling proactive and secure IT operations without sacrificing the agility that drives innovation. Razor Technology automates monitoring and management to bolster IT teams that are feeling stretched thin. And it improves auditing and reporting procedures so that those actionable insights find their ways to the leaders that need them most. Save time and money on your IT and cloud services and secure your organization with leading end-to-end infrastructure solutions by calling Razor Tech today at 866-797-3282, 866-797-3282, or visit them online at razor-tech.com. That's razor-tech.com. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game now streaming on the Six ABC Family of Apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most 
sure our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not least, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero Down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. we are i like you gunner you're almost conducting there a little bit i like it you know what i just realized yeah. this mute this move music puts me in an even better mood than i already am <laughs> I, I just i just have to throw it out there That's hey um play it again man <laughs> you need more hey, hey xander drop that beat again all right there you go think about it bear let it penetrate your soul. Penetrate your soul. Yes. Good it man. is good, man. I, I'd like to hear the whole full-blown version, man. That'd be good awesome. We, the sun is shining. We're sitting here talking sports from the comfort of our own homes. Amen. What else can we ask for, man? It, Except man. to be fishing. Or in Rob's case, eating yes. another bowl of dry Cheerios. That's another story. <laughs> AKA winning. Yes. Uh, that's what we're doing. Um, so we touched on, unfortunately, the Kyler Murray uh, injury last night, torn ACL. Of course, done for the season. Uh, in in the, the game itself, the Patriots <clears throat> won 27-13, which means they are now the last playoff team, the seventh seed, if you will, um, in the AFC playoff picture. They still have the Chargers right there on their tail at seven and six. They, 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 um, Jets are right there too. Chargers have the tiebreaker over the Jets based on best win percentage in conference. So uh, the Jets are five and five in conference. The Chargers are five and four. Patriots are five and three. Look, I I don't know how much you guys picked up on this, but I always, it's, I don't know, for whatever reason, I always sort of bring it back to the Eagles when I watch these things. There was a lot going on in that game yesterday when the Patriots were on offense and Mac Jones was getting highly frustrated at Mm -hmm. these plays are coming in late. I don't think he liked the play Mm -hmm. calls either. And a lot of gyrations, a lot of like at one point, he's like, just forget it. Like I'll call the play Mm -hmm. or, and, or just unhappy with a lot that was going on. And it just makes me think 
you don't see a lot of that stuff with the Eagles, man. It's like a pretty smooth operation. Remember how even with Andy, play clock would be down to like four, three. Donovan would have to snap the ball, couldn't audible. Like, it really makes you appreciate this coaching staff and the way things are done. Well, well well-oiled machine. Yeah. You know, a lot of attention to details, you know. Up in New England, we all knew this was possible. You got Matt Patricia, who's a defensive mind, calling the offensive plays. You know, I'm, I know he's sitting there guessing, uh, what should I call next? Uh, but, hey, man, the clock's running, yeah. you know. I don't blame Mac Jones because it's on him. You know, plain and simple, it's on him. Mm-hmm. And then when they're moving the ball, that that affects the continuity and flow of the game for them offensively. Yeah, no doubt. So I don't blame him. And you, you can know? see Mac Jones is sitting there like, come on. And, and the okay. guys are in the okay. huddle, and he's like – you know, and then finally it comes in and he he's I, I really think he's taking a step backwards in large part because of and this is a Belichick thing because of who they put around him. There's no question about mm-hmm. that. They um they you can't ask a guy to go out there and try to keep a flow when you don't have a decent flow with your play calling. Right. You know, right. play calling is, is 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 the flow of the game, situational um adjustments, you know, understanding where and when to do certain things. And when you have a coach that doesn't know it from an offensive standpoint, that's tough, man. You're asking a young quarterback who's still learning how to be a quarterback to get into a flow when you don't even have a flow. Mm. That's a good point. It's true. Now, point. you know, nonetheless, they end up winning the game. Um, and and But I, I will tell you, while they do have some really nice pieces on defense, and they can get after the, the, uh, the quarterback, yeah, you know, make no mistake. Um and I know it's Belichick and you sort of approach it like you do with Brady and you don't write them off completely because they're going to be a pain in the butt for somebody in that first round, but they're not good at all. They're not good. That defense carries that team. Yes. They just don't have any offense consistency. And I granted now the top two receivers were down in that game, but still, you know, all season long, that deep, let me tell you something. They got some ballers on that defense. Yeah, they do. They even scored. Yes. That yeah. defense can play. I mean, that's a Belichick defense we're watching right there. Yeah, it's just they were that, them up. They yeah, they were, them up. they're just overly pressured by a lack of help on the offensive side, man. Offense they have a they have a pretty defense. tough close to their schedule. They go to the Raiders, so forget that one. But they're home against the Bengals. They're home against Miami, and they're at Buffalo to close Ooh, it out. Those are the last four. Yeah, that's that's Ooh, the, that's the remainder. Now <laughs> Buffalo may it. have the one yeah, seed they ain't clinch. It. Yeah, they well, I'm saying it. Buffalo may have the one seed clinch, so that they might catch a break in that game. When did they play Buffalo? Last, last one, it's the very oh, the last, last game. Okay, so who's up next for? Them? Well, the, the, it's doable. Raiders. This next one, it's the Raiders at 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 Vegas. At Vegas, okay. So that one, and then after that is what Cincinnati. Cincy home, Miami home at Buffalo to close it out. Let's see, bringing the fish, bringing the fish in that cold weather. Let's see. I don't know about that one. I, I don't know. I don't know what Miami is or is not anymore. Yeah, I don't. I really don't. I, I don't. I thought they were going to be a dominant force, but they've shown weaknesses, man. Ever like I said, when I watched them play Thursday night. And um, it was it Thursday or Sunday when they played? When, when did they play night. their last game? Sunday. Sunday. The, the Chargers. And, and, and Collinsworth, Collinsworth and Tarico kept making a point of Miami's passing game is predicated on being able to hit receivers over the middle. And Asante Samuel, obviously they did their homework because he's swatting passes left and right and passes over the middle. Mm-hmm. If that is the case, outside of Tyreek, and you can't cover that, I mean, you can put five, you can put five defenders on Tyreek. You're not stopping Tyreek Hill. You cannot flat out run with this dude. But outside of that, you can neutralize this Dolphins offense. Yeah. You know, ah. we, we saw 49ers defense neutralize them. 
we saw a Chargers defense that had been very porous, you know, neutralize them. And so I don't know what Miami is anymore, to be honest. Yeah, I don't either. I, I think I think to be determined uh, there. So the the way the the, the playoffs look right now, um, yeah, as, as I said, you got you got the Pats right now in that that seven hole, uh, but a couple teams lurking that are, that are really close. But Buffalo's your one seed, Kansas City's your two seed. They're both ten and three, but Buffalo um, wins a tiebreaker mm-hmm. because they beat them. And then it's Baltimore who, I don't know. I mean, they're so banged up at quarterback. Who knows? Um, then it's Tennessee who's really a mess right now. Cincinnati's going the right way. Then it's Miami. Then it's New England. And then you have the Chargers and the Jets on the outside looking in. Um, that's the AFC. The NFC didn't change, obviously. Uh, you know, Arizona 4-9, another loss. Eagles number one seed. Vikings two, San Fran three, Tampa four because they're division winners. Dallas is five, Washington six, Giants seven. I think the Giants get surpassed too. Oh, I no it's, question. It's either Seattle or Detroit are going to yeah, surpass. No, them. no question. There's Bro, no question. I'm sitting here looking at um, the Ravens. They don't have a quarter, a healthy quarterback on the roster. Yeah. Wait, who's the number three? They don't have a number three. Jeez. The kid who came in. Um, Let me oh look at the practice squad. Yeah, he. Uh, what's his name? Anthony uh, something. Uh, yeah, Anthony Brown. Bradley. Anthony Brown, who's a rookie. Yeah, he's yeah, on yeah. the. So they're gonna go with a practice squad quarterback this week. Yeah, he's an Oregon kid. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, they're wow. they're a mess. It's a shame that I like Huntley as a backup. Uh, I do too. I love you know. that kid. And I, I haven't heard any updates on Lamar's status. You know how close. No, he is. neither. Huntley can start on several teams right now. He can start on Houston. Yep. You know. um, he could start on Arizona. Yeah, yeah. To be honest with you. you yeah, know. no doubt. No doubt. Um, they got Brett Brett uh Hundley also. Oh yeah, that's right. They did sign oh, him. They, they signed him prior to last week. Yeah. Uh, UCLA. Play, yeah, he played with yep. Green Bay. Yeah, yeah he did. Sure did. Yep. Yeah, he did. Um, All right. yeah. Wow. Whew. Yeah, that's a shame. They're gonna have Who, to just pound the football. And Dobbins is banged up too again. Yeah. Again? Yep. He got hurt. He he pulled up blame on a on a big run play. And who does Baltimore play this week? Baltimore, uh, here's what they have the rest of the way. At Cleveland, mm. Atlanta home, Pittsburgh home, at Cincinnati. They could go three and one. Yeah. Yeah, they, they could. could. They could. Yeah, they could, they, they could rip up the next three. Yeah. If they get even decent quarterback play. Yeah, yeah. They could go, yeah, they could go three and one. Pretty favorable. Yeah, pretty wow. favorable for them. Um, so a couple other odds and ends. The good news here uh, for San Francisco, Debo Samuel ha- has an MCL and an ankle, but not bad enough to put him on the IR, and they think they, that he could play in the regular season. Mm. So that's way better news than what that thing looked like yeah. originally. Yeah. So that's good. Brock mm-hmm. Purdy's dealing with uh, ribs and an oblique. After he, If you guys saw the shot, he took a real shot early. Yeah, he did. And they've um, got to play Thursday night. They have to turn it around quick. Yeah, they got to. They got to the turn around. 49ers' remaining schedule is Thursday against Seattle. Uh, oh, that's going to be a good game. It's at Seattle. I'm excited for that's that. This one. week, right? Yeah. Yep. That's a good this one. Thursday. Yep. Then they have Washington Raiders Cardinals. 49ers could easily go three and one their last four based yep. on the defense. No doubt. They go yep. easily, easily three and one, and they yep. could win all four. They may run the table. Mm-hmm. It's know? possible, yeah, especially where they're playing right now. I think the all Eagles going to run the table. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, I'm I not putting anything past the Eagles. 
I'm putting yeah. nothing past the Eagles. Yeah, you go Bears, Cowboys, uh, Saints, Saints, Giants. The only way they lose that Giants game is if they pull a plug on the players. That's, that's the only it. way. That's the only way. Yep, that's the only way. I agree. I agree. Uh, Cowboys signed T.Y. Hilton, mm-hmm. formerly of the Colts, and Cole Beasley comes out of retirement, goes back to Buffalo. Now, mm. so that tells me so it, Odell Beckham is nowhere near ready to play. That's two teams that he – interviewed with whatever we're calling that i don't think we're gonna see him this year me neither um is he nowhere near ready to play or because of his approach to signing with the team he's turned a lot of people off maybe he wouldn't work out for people he wants a multi-year deal or a deal beyond this season you know i don't know what his agent is telling him but i think he's misleading him because in this case, dude, this is a show-me season. You've got four games left. If you put yourself in a position with, let's say, Dallas or Buffalo, it's a show-me year. You go in, you show them. If they like you, then you go get your big money. If they don't like you, somebody out there is going to sign you based on what you see over the span of four regular season games and playoffs. I don't know what you're thinking in terms of, oh, I'm not working out. What do you mean you're not working out? And obviously a medical staff is looking at him and say, Hey, you know what? His knee looks fine, but you can't tell until he gets on the field. We don't know if he still has that burst. Yeah. He won't show us anything. Somebody's telling him some bad information, you know, but that's on him now. Yeah. It seems, I guess he was trying to give a little showcase before he, uh, if he gets, I don't think anybody's going to give him a long-term deal for next year either. I, I don't either. No, not based on his injury history. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's a tough call. It is no, a tough call. No. Shane, because he was a phenomenal talent when he's healthy. Yeah. Well, yep. he's been banged up a lot. All right. Uh, this one is interesting. So Cam Jordan of the Saints is basically saying, you know, how dare the NFL question my integrity, saying that I faked injuries. If you remember, this goes back to the Bucks game. Yep. Uh last Monday night, not this pat not yesterday. Right. Where where and we've seen this. We saw it a lot with Chip Kelly when the Eagles were, you know, going against other teams. Guys stay down, pretend they have a cramp, you know, whatever. Coaches encourage it and that kind of stuff. But the NFL went after the Saints pretty good. And and Cam Jordan got hit pretty good in the, in the pocketbook as well. And he's saying, yeah, you don't know what's going on inside my body. You don't know what's happening with me. How dare you? And it isn't – look, he's whether or not we think he was faking it or not, it's, it's a – he's got a point. I mean, you really – some stuff's obvious. I'm not arguing. But, like, I don't know. I don't know that Cam Jordan wasn't, you know, fully healthy or was. Uh, you know, hey, Shizzo, uh, that's pretty good right there. It says, um, how concerning is it playing a rival in the playoffs, especially if you beat them twice in the regular season? Bruh, it's hard when you play a reg- rival during the season when you just play them twice, let alone three, three times. times. Right. Meaning the Cowboys, if the Eagles end up getting the Cowboys right. in the playoffs. So, yeah. Right. That's tough, man. That's tough. You're right. That's a great question. You know, and we appreciate the uh, Super Yeah, thank also. you. But, um, Put it like this. In the 04 season, when the Eagles went to the Super Bowl, it was supposed to be an all-Pennsylvania Super Bowl. So that year, we beat the we beat the, the Eagles the first week, and then we beat the Patriots the second week. Both teams were undefeated. Both teams were at the top of their divisions. And we smashed them. Came back in the playoffs. We're playing New England in the championship game. And that's when they cheated us. And, you know, they, right. that spy gate stuff first coming, start coming out. They, they smashed it. They murdered us. Mm-hmm. I mean, they killed us. 
Um, they knew the plays before we even we knew the plays. We're on the mm-hmm. field playing. Mm-hmm. They're calling them out. They're telling us what we're about to run before right. the quarterback says it. But, Interesting um, how that happens with New England. Right. <laughs> but, no, I mean, you know, that's what makes these division games so tight because you've played each other so many times and you know little things, not just about the systems they run, but you know little things about the players you're playing against. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I used to keep a, a notebook, a tablet over division of opponents. You know, all right, what does this guy like to do? What is what is – what does um, Charles Haley like to do in certain situational f- football? What does he like to do? What's his best move? Uh, how do I know when he's going to run a twist up with um, Leon Lett? Um, where does he line up when he's going to slant in? When he's going? I mean, I had I kept notes, active yeah. notes from the game before that I go back to, and then the next year we play him again, I'd have those notes that I could always reach back to and watch film. You know, it's it's tough to beat an opponent twice in one year, let alone three times. Mm. Not a great point. Hey, uh, it's official. The Eagles have placed Aaron Sippos on the injured reserve list, effectively ending his regular season. Mm. Uh, we missed it earlier. They signed Brett Kern, longtime punter with the Titans, and they've also added Anthony Harris for some safety de- safety depth <laughs> to the practice squad. They've released Auden Tate, who was a wide receiver, and Marquise Blair, who was a safety from the practice squad. So just some uh, transactions. Still can't believe a three- or four-time pro bowler punter is sitting at home this late in the season it just it just baffles me yeah you know yeah. look i hear you i hear you wow. maybe he's not the same guy I, I don't know maybe they went for the dependability more you know more than anything else it's uh, right right tough to figure out uh russell wilson is in concussion protocol if you saw the hit you know why it was pretty bad he got um, his head got smashed into the ground bro this is where like everybody's got to air there's no need for him to play this week that team is cooked. They're done. They got three wins. Yeah, it's over. You know why? Why play him? Why even risk that? Why? And he mm-hmm. shouldn't risk it. Mm-hmm. I get. I love that he's he wants to play and all that. Come on, man. It makes no difference right well, now. Well, there was another quarterback that got hit and he went through a concussion protocol. Was cool. Went back out there and got hurt again. I'm not. I'm not even talking about Tua. Right. I saw that just this weekend. Who was that? Um on the stream one though. Yeah. Uh by by the way, the Denver's uh only averaging fourteen point nine points per game on offense, which is <laughs> worse in the NFL. Not even fifteen points per game. Yeah, that's that is rough, man. With that's all their really firepower. Now they've had injuries too. Mike White. Mike White. Mike White, Mike yeah. White was yeah, kept coming back, was in and out of that game. Yeah. Yep. Mike White. Yeah. He took some shots. Oof. <laughs> took some bad Man, that shot he took to the ribs i made me go made me go <laughs> oh my god Man. all right let's do a little buy sell guys buy sell now this here is we play, go playoff buy sell i i'll fire a team at you you tell me if they're getting in all right we've got four to play here uh in this nfl season new york football jets do the jets get in i'm buying barrett's buying they're gonna be they're gonna pass the uh pats I think in. they're gonna pass by the pat. Pat's schedule is too too hard. Okay. to get through. Okay. Um, mm. I think they'll get up ahead of the charges. Also, I I did by the way think it was interesting that when Robert Sala was asked who would be if he would plug Zach Wilson right back in, he was non-committal. That was I was telling. 
uh, by the way, but regarding the Jets. But mm. I really like their defense. I like a lot about the Jets. I think they're headed. Right. They're, they're a big time headed in the right direction. Yes, they are. Yes, uh, they are. New York. So you know, uh, they, they, they hit it. They hit it just right with the first rounders. They did. So, oh man. Sizzle. Yep. Um, sizzle flesh. We we appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, for Once sure. Again, for super chat. Uh, how about you, Gunner? Hold the phone, boys. Let's see. The Jets' final four games at home against Detroit, at home against Jacksonville, at Seattle, at the Dolphins. Uh, wow. I think New England's offense is going to do them in. Let me see here. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Robert Sala. You know, I love how he started out the season eight. I got receipts here. I got receipts. I'm taking notes. I'm gonna say the, I'm gonna say the Jets slip in the back door. That's not an easy schedule to close out with, especially the way Jacksonville just played the last game. Um, I think the Jets find a way to slip in the back door. Okay. I think I think they get in by default because uh, New England will falter down the road. All right. All right. Uh, let's move on. Stay in the AFC. You guys might have both answered this. The Patriots. No. No. I don't think so either. No. Now I'm giving up on the Patriots. I think as well as they played last night, I think there's just too much inconsistency with that offensive flow. I thought it was it was not magnified, but it's been consistent that uh, Mac Jones is frustrated with the direction the offense moves in or how jagged it moves. Uh, and I think that's going to cost them, especially when you look at their schedule. So I'm I'm selling I'm selling on uh, on the uh, Patriots. All right, Parrot. I'm assuming you are too. I am. Um, I, I just can't see how they can keep going forward with this complex way of trying to get play calls on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be that hard. It should be a flow. It should be a rhythm on how the game is called, and they don't have that. So if they don't have that, the quarterback damn sure won't have that. Mm-hmm. So I just do, do you guys think much. a stubborn guy like Belichick would make the change in the offseason to go to more traditional route? No, I think so. I don't know. I think he would. Oh, I'm he so- might have to, but I mean, the, I, I it had to come from management. It would have to come from the owner because he's going to want to do things his way. Yeah. Here, here, here's what I think Belichick will do. Because Matt Patricia is so highly respected by Belichick, Belichick will move him to another position and okay. bring in another offense. Yeah, he won't get rid of him. Yeah, he won't yep. get rid of him. No, mm-hmm. he won't. But and, and find another uh, offensive coordinator off the street. That's what okay. I think he'll do. All right, uh, Chargers. Right now they're they're on the outside looking in, but they're right there. Yeah, I know. I, I to me they're the Ooh. hardest team to predict uh, in football. Um, what you're getting with them, Barrett? What did I tell you about the Chargers at the beginning of the season? They've had they've been so blessed and talented, but they just yes, they never have. do anything. <laughs> yes, they have. They always find a way. If Philip Rivers couldn't get that team over the hump, Justin Herbert as good as he is. First of all, he can't keep receivers healthy. You know, Keenan Allen's in one week out the next. Mike Williams in one week out the next. The defense is beat up right now. They're missing key players. Um. Chargers schedule the rest of the way. Titans, Colts, Rams, Broncos. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh, wow. Um, well, 
with that schedule, um, we already thought, but we already thought the Jets were going to get in. So the Jets would be a six. What the Jets would be? So basically, but Tennessee's going to win that trash division. Yes. So basically, we're talking about three teams fighting for one spot. So if we believe the Jets are going to get in, there's no way Chargers can get in unless the Jets falter, Correct. which is very possible. I think the Chargers could run the table. I think I think Chargers will be the number seven seed. Wow. Which means that I'd have to say no to the Jets then. You buying that one, Barrett? No. Based on the <laughs> schedule? No. Barrett, did you hear what I said what the schedule was? Yes, but still no, man. Look, they've got the Titans at home. At the Colts, Rams at home, at the Broncos. Mm. Compared to the Jets, the rest of the way. Um, what do we what do we say the Jets had here? The Jets but I, had. Well, look, they're, they're still going to find a way to mess it up, bro. You know what? See, when I talk about how the, the Chargers can't go anywhere. They get in the playoffs and then all of a sudden their first round exits. They'll find a way to get in the back door, but and plus they've never stayed. I mean, they they, they haven't been healthy the entire no, they season. Haven't. No, they haven't. So what makes yeah. me think they're going to be healthy going into this? I don't think they have season. Okay, their schedule based on the Jets' schedule. I know, but Derek, they always find ways to break your heart. It's yes, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they do. Heartbreak. Yes, man. bro. Yeah, the organization. The season. Yeah. Beginning of the season, I thought, man, this is gonna be an awesome division. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't say anything about this division from top to bottom. They got quarterbacks, they've got weapons, uh, they sprinkle in some great defense. You know, I'm looking, I mean, I'm looking at this Chargers defense. They're stacked at cornerbacks, stacked at safety, stacked at pass rushers. Why the heck aren't they a better defense than that? I mean, the middle linebacker Murray is is great. And why aren't they one of the top defenses in the league? I don't understand it. Injuries? Player for, well, yeah. That's what Injuries. it is. That's, that's exactly yeah. what it is. That's why I don't have any faith that they'll go in and make it into the playoffs because injury bugs me. They haven't had their starting their starting uh, wide receiver all year. So you think if he comes back right now, he's going to be all right. Oof. I don't know, man. Uh, let's see. Right, Mike James. Williams is back. Mike Williams yeah. is back. Keenan Allen is back. But what is their record the last two games? Yeah, yeah, one and one, zero oh and two. What is it? One and one. Well, they won. They won one the one. Dolphins. They just they just beat the Dolphins. So yeah, one and one. Look at defensively. Defensively. Yeah. I mean, even even Bose is hurt. Bose is hurt. Calvin is always hurt. He might come back this week. Calvin Noy is playing. He's playing pretty well. Kenneth Murray is balling. Yep. Uh, Derwin James has been hurt. That's the only thing. He, he, like I said, stacked at the uh, safety position. He's hurt. Uh, cornerbacks, I mean, Asante Samuel, man, he, he he shut down. Yeah, he shut him down, man. Cheetah, man. He, I mean, you got you got to say he's he's one of the better guys. But I'm just looking at it. Uh, I, I just can't give it to him, man, because I want to okay. say, yes, I'm going with it, because talent for talent, these guys have some talent, bro. They do. They do. Uh, and I'm not sold on the coach. But, uh, all right. Well, that's the major part also. Coach. Yeah, let, let's you think go. so? You thinking they will, Derek? Yeah, if they get Derwin James back, excuse me, that's huge on the back end of that defense. But he's been out with injuries. Uh, both are still out. 
Um, I can't ride with I, I can't ride with you, uh, Rob. I can't ride with you this time, man. I I, I can't go with. Her. I say no. You say I'll no. Say, I'm yeah, saying no. No, Rob. Rob said oh, no. Rob I'm said the no. one. I'm the one to say D gun. I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm not, I can't do it, D gun. All right. Uh, All right. Let's go. Uh, let's go. NFC. Washington. Wow. Yep. Yes. I I'm, think so too. Yeah. I'm buying Washington. I think they're talented enough with their front defense, defensive guys that they're talented enough. They'll be able to make some hey because that defensive front four so good and Williams is is running that pill for him. And they don't do a lot. They don't make a lot of mistakes on the outside of ball. You know, Tyler Henneke has cut down on his, his interceptions, the turnovers. They have just enough with Thomas. Uh, their three receivers are outstanding. Outstanding. You know, Curtis Samuels, Jahan Dotson, and Terry McLaurin. Those three play well together. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think they have just enough that they're going to squeak in. Yep. They might embarrass somebody also. Yeah, and that's and that's the truth. All right. Yep. Uh, let's, let's see uh, who are they playing. They have, they have the Giants, 49ers, Browns, Cowboys. Yeah, I mean the beauty for them is they get the Giants head to head too. Yep. Ooh, that's yeah. next week, right? That's this yeah. week. Yes, this week. That's yep. this week. That's this, yep. uh, didn't they come off a bye or no? Yeah, Washington was off last week. Yeah, they, they yep. came off. They're coming off a bye too. Yeah. So they'll they'll beat. They won't be a tie this time. No, <laughs> they'll beat. They'll no. beat the Giants this time. All right, so I'm, I, I, the flip on that is, I think we're all in agreement. Giants don't make the playoffs, correct? Yes, I'm, I'm I agree. There. I, I agree. agree. Yeah, I, I think agree. it. I think. Uh, I think they're uh, that that lightning in a bottle has, has fizzled out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. It's got a shelf life, and it's uh, yeah. it's up. All right. Uh, I will go now to the Detroit Lions. Detroit right now sits as the nine seed. They are six and seven. They're behind Seattle at seven and six, then the Giants at seven and five, Washington seven and five, Detroit. I think they're going to get schedule. You want the remaining schedule? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they are at New York at the Jets next. Ooh, that's a tough one. Okay, tough game at Carolina. Not easy. Ooh, another tough game. Okay, Bears at home. They'll win that one. At Green Bay. They'll win that. that. Let's see. They'll win that one. Um, I'm, I'm buying a I'm buying a Detroit. I think Detroit's that team that nobody wants to see in the playoffs right now. The way they're playing, yes, nobody wants to see that team, and I mean nobody wants to see that team right now. You know they remind me of Barrett. Exactly. They remind me of your team and Jerome Bettis's last year and the Green Bay 2010 th- team. Nobody thought those teams were getting get the playoffs. They got hot, and I'm not saying they're that good. But they got out at the right time, and both teams ran the table on the road and won the Super Bowl. Absolutely, you're right about that. And this team is getting hot, especially getting defensively, hot. man. Yes, um, Aiden Hutchinson, Bugs, McNeil, mm-hmm. bro, they are bonafide good players, man. Yes, and yes. You got Michael Brocker coming off the bench. I mean, they they they, they can play. Yeah, they can man. play, play, man. Um, it took Aaron Glenn most of this season to get it right. I I. I, I like them, man. I like them. I like the defense. I like the offensive, like their offensive line, bro. With Jackson, yes, and 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 Sewell, Penny Sewell, yes. man, those guys have been balling. And and look at how creative Penny Sewell caught a touchdown pass. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> wow, that that throw. Did you see the explanation by Campbell? No. So he was on with Pat McAfee, and he said he was distracted by people in the stands doing the wave. Didn't hear the play call. 
looked up. Penny Sewell's catching a pass, and he said, "What the bleep is going on here?" He, he didn't even know what's happening. Yeah, pretty funny. He's like, he started asking guys, "Penny Sewell just catch that? Like, what's just happening?" Yeah. Hey, and, and not only that, look at the athleticism of Sewell, the way he yeah. caught it and turned and ran. I know, pretty funny, man. Barry, you, you ever catch a pass in your NFL career? Only in only in practice, bro. Oh, okay. practice. They okay. they run. They have a play for me, man. They, we run it every single for. For 16 games, four years straight, we wow. run the same play in practice. And every day I walk up to uh, I, w- I walk up to uh, BC, Coach Cower. Hey, Coach, we need to put that play in. And he looked at me, hell no, Court hell no. We ain't running that play. <laughs> oh, my God. I will say this. Detroit's playing like, what do we have to lose? Yep. Just go out and play. What do we have to lose? And they're playing for their coach, man, because it was playing. stuff, you know, that he was going to get cut. They're playing for their coach, bro. Yeah, man. Your running back leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns with 14. And he you only finally... has like 200 yards rushing. Yeah, yeah right. and that's something. <laughs> and your number one pick in this year's draft is finally healthy. Took all season to get him healthy. Yeah. Your receivers before him had already been making big plays. Now you got him back in the fold as well. Yeah. You know, Jamison Williams, uh, DJ Chark had a good game. St. Brown has been. What? I'm going to say Brown has been balling. They've given uh, Goff weapons. Yeah. Given us some weapons, man. You know? And and the thing is, they let T.J. Hawkinson yeah, go. They traded why? Him. I don't understand why. Would I don't you get do that. Still either. don't get that move. They let him go. It but felt like a move that where you were punting on the season, and you're but you're not punting on the season. No. I, I well, how about that. this though? How about ever since he's left, the offense has been working. Yes, yeah. Since that he too. left. Yeah. I don't know. I don't wow. know how to explain it because he's very good. But yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's go. Uh, I'm going thumbs down, but I think they'll make it interesting. Panthers. No, I, don't, I think they got hot too late. I yep. think, yeah, they got too late. Because of Washington and the emergence of Detroit, I think they got hot just a little too late. But I think if they keep playing like this, they're going to save Steve Wilkes' job. Okay. Yep, that's fair. They, yeah. <clears throat> you, you with that, Barrett? Just close, but no cigar for them. Make it yep, look better. Close, right. but no cigar. All right, last one is Seattle. Ooh. Yeah, they haven't been as good lately. They have not been as good of late. Um, I'll, I'll They'll jump over the Giants. But still, you got Seattle and – I mean, you got uh, Washington and Detroit. You got to bump out one of those teams, and I don't see Seattle bumping Guys, out one of those teams. listen to this schedule, too. Home against San Fran Thursday. At, at Kansas City. Jets home. And then uh, then the the Rams. I mean, there, there's nope. three tough ones there. Nope. Nope. Well, let's go. Yeah. Nope. Again, nope. close but no cigar. It ain't happening. Yeah, like BB King said, the thriller's gone. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's not all in all, Gino got himself paid. Yep. Carol, if he chooses to, will absolutely be back. Um, Did he get a contract it, yet, though? Gino uh, has no. not. Well, no, he, neither he's one. Trying to get a big contract. Oh, he's gonna. Yeah, I mean, he's a. He's in. You know, what's he? Thirty now? Thirty-ish. He's gonna want to get it. It's gonna be the only huge one of his career. You know, right. and, Gino's and, gonna want to get paid. Oh no! And he's uh right now he's got more yards than um than uh Hurts does. Passing he's got a lot of touchdowns, a lot of yards and passing and, and yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, he's got good numbers. All right, we'll get a timeout. We'll come back. Uh, we're gonna hit a bunch of different things. I have a good on this date for you guys. A lot of good birthdays, some movies as well. Uh, some Eagle stuff. We'll take a couple of your questions here in the chat section as well. Uh, Gino's thirty-two. Thank you, Dang. Uh, Barrett Brooks, Derek Gunn, Rob Ellis. We're Sports Day. Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Right back. 
Post Game Show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post Game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. Did you know taxes could be your biggest expense during retirement? Are most of your assets in tax-deferred accounts like IRAs and 401ks? Taxes are historically low today, but we're facing significant headwinds in the future. Do you have a plan? The Thrive Financial Team has more than 100 years of experience helping people across the Delaware Valley with forward-looking tax planning. Learn how to shift your money from forever tax to no or low tax accounts. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to ocean. segment of the program we are sports take jacob's youtube network reminder marshall harris tomorrow from chicago we'll get the latest on his insights on the bears uh looking forward to talking to marshall catching up with him all right let's hit a couple things guys uh navy has fired ken uh nui uh i'm sure i didn't pronounce that right my apologies but um it, done in a really uh crappy way uh no, how so Cold-blooded, cold-blooded. literally in the locker room after the Army loss, and they canned him right there. What? Let, let this man go back to Annapolis, you know, get, and talk, and do it Sunday. Like, give the guy a, a freaking moment to drive the bus home with his guys. Uh, I, I thought it was really weak. And I know he hasn't done great of late there, but uh, I I don't know. And he's, he's he, the, the more you read the stories, he's up against a lot of stuff there. Facilities. Really? 
uh, scheduling. They didn't get a COVID mm-hmm. year like the other uh, academies got. Army did and, and Air Force. He didn't get a COVID year for his players. Uh, he shares an, an indoor facility with the gymnastics team uh, where he can't use the entire field. There's just a lot going on that makes that job challenging. And, I, and I, I'm not saying it wasn't like they had every right to move on from him, but I just don't think they did it well, personally. Yo, Barrett, coach sitting on the bench in the locker room, sitting on the chair, reflecting on the loss. AD walks in the locker room. Oh, you're fired. What? Now, the AD said he basically told the head coach and the staff before the season started, if we don't meet certain criteria, that you guys are more than likely gone. But even so, let that man reflect. I mean, that's the biggest get. No matter what the militaries do football-wise in the season, playing against another military entity is the biggest game of the year for them. Okay, and no, no rivalry is bigger in military games than Army and Navy. Yep. You know, yep. it's 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 been televised on TV since I was a kid. Okay, mm-hmm. and let that man reflect for a moment. Like it, Rob, like Rob said, get on the bus with your team, head home, then call me in the office Sunday, Saturday night, Monday, and do what you got to do. Yeah. But you're gonna just walk in there while I'm hurting and just do that? I just fired off on him. It's cold yeah. blooded. Cold I didn't like blooded. the way, and he he spoke out. He was pretty critical of, yeah, of some of the things that he had to deal with. So uh, you know, I, I'd I, have I fired could, off on him, man. I'd have yeah. gave him a two piece. <laughs> what's a two, what's my a, boss no more? What's a two piece, Bear? Mud Jeff. <laughs> he was hungry. He needed a knuckle sandwich. Right. I'd, I'd give him everything he wanted. Oh, you gonna try to? You gonna come in here in front of my people, all in front of company, and, and fire me? Yeah. Oh, you got to pay, bro. You gonna make me look like a fool? Or make you look up even more of a fool? Yeah. It was uh, not handled well. Yeah, that's for sure. So uh, there's that. Um, Cade Cunningham, who was uh, had a phenomenal rookie year for the Pistons, is done mm. for the season. Um, he has to get an operation on his shin. He tried to sit it out for about a month, tried to come back, and he wasn't uh, doing well. And they think the best road to go is for him to get get healthy. That dude can play. He can play. He's a good player. Uh, he can do a lot of different things, too. He's, he's very versatile. So he's done for the year. Uh, what's the matter? All right, John, keep talking. You said John Dickerson said when D-Gun saw the game, it was called the Union versus the Confederacy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's cold. I quit. I quit. I, yeah. I, can't, I can't deal anymore. I quit. It's cold. <laughs> oh, my God. I quit. I'm now, done. I'm yeah. done. That was pretty funny there. Yeah, that I was pretty funny, man. Um, so there's that. And then, um, the NBA has renamed the MVP award, the Michael Jordan award. And rightfully oh, okay. so. Okay. Makes sense. Right. The, the, the LeBron, the, the, the LeBron people will probably be mad. Yeah. Well, well you know well, what? They'll get over it. Hey, it, I'm, it, it's a worthy, it's a worthy honor. Cause yeah, it is. in my it opinion, is. he was the greatest to play the game. Yeah, and, and, and you know, speaking of that, LeBron, Bron, he, LeBron has two sons, uh, Bronny and Bryce. They play their high school team played against uh, Carmelo Anthony's high school team last night in Southern California. So, uh, LeBron's oldest is a senior. I think the second one is a sophomore, and Carmelo's kids a sophomore too. So they they faced off against each other last night. Those guys, pretty crazy. Wow. And we, to the point where Kardashians were in the stands watching a high school basketball. Give me a break. <laughs> Are you give serious? Me a break. Yeah, Cougars. give me a break. Uh, what? Try to see what's going on. Get, 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 get out of here. Get out of here. All right. Anyway. Why um, are the Kardashians there? 
Was there money to be, be I'm made? I'm sure there was. Yeah, there was. There were cameras there, Derek. You know what I mean? Why, <laughs> why else would they be there? Fresh, young, fresh blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you 18? <laughs> um, yeah. uh, I thought this was kind of. I'll give you a weird uh, on this date. Vanna White made her debut in 1982 with wow. Pat on the Wheel of Fortune. 40. Now, Vanna still look all right. Vanna, uh, yes. Very, very good job that, that over the last 40 years. Strong, so, strong. Uh, <laughs> well, man. Rob is my dude, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. You also have ready gifts when you mention certain women, oh, yeah. name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, man. He I'm, says yeah. just enough without having to answer to his yes. wife when the show is over. Uh-huh. Yes. I've uh, had a nice work uh, over the last 40 years. See, if that was me, if I even made facial gestures like Rob Bear, you know my wife, as soon as I get off the show. So, um, so, Derek, what was, um, so what was that about? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Because I saw you. I saw my, huh? What? Uh, <laughs> look, look, look. Don't be writing no checks, Derek. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Uh-huh. Write no checks. Yeah. yeah. Write no check. um, That's why when you mention certain, I'll be saying, I see they're like this. <laughs> she's 65, man. She's done, uh, she's done a nice job. Yeah. <laughs> that has. All right. God, Rob is beat red right now, man. Hey, man. <laughs> Uh, just, just spread the love. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Oh, oh my goodness. Ah. You said, hey, Kevin Savar, Rob turns as red as his solo cup. <laughs> it's true. It is oh. true. Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, good question here from uh, Sydney's family. Uh, is 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 D-Gun? And, well, Big Brooks is already on the Ganwag. So that this that is a solo D-Gun question, and he is not. To answer the question, so there you go. Next question. Next question. All right, let's do some. But, uh, but let me defend myself. Y- yes, because because Sydney asking that question has obviously not heard me also say, I give props where props is due. You cannot argue with the numbers. That defense is balling. Right. The number one or number two across the board statistically, I give them their props. They're balling. They are as much a reason why this team is 12 and one as is the offense. I'll leave it at that. That's okay. All I'm going to say. All right. Fair enough. Uh, let's do some birthdays here and we will start a lot. Man, there's a lot by the way. Oh, oh well, I'll, I'll, we'll start with this one. Fletcher Cox, 32 years old. Yep. Yep. Big Fletch uh, turning 32 years old today. Some heavy hitters here. So hold on, hold on, hold on, before you leave that Fletcher Cox, Nicole Dean. No, Nicole's uh, birthday yeah. too. Yep. You're right. Oh yeah. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Yep. Yeah, your guy. You interviewed him today. Yep. When when can people see that, Barrett? Uh it, you know, they'll put it in different segments throughout uh, okay. sports. Uh, let, so let me know when you know. Six thirty. We'll promote it. Yeah. Six to six thirty, you know, it'll be on my show. So Okay. All right. All right. Uh Richard Dent. Richard Dent's birthday. That is correct. That is correct. Yeah, a lot of athletes in this one. Um, so Taylor Swift is thirty three years old. That's great work by you. From Reading, I did, I did not know she was from Reading. Yeah, she no she lived in Reading till uh, like fourteen years old. Yeah, and then they moved to Nashville because of her career. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah. she started as as a country artist. And then, yes, yes, you know, crossed over. But yeah, no, no, her family sold. Uh, they had a Christmas tree farm. No that's, kidding. That's how they made their their living. Show you how much I follow. T Swizzle. Yeah. 
Well, T. Swizzle, man, her tickets cost like five, six thousand dollars. Yeah, you have to yeah, buy yeah, like yeah. Eight, nosebleeds. Yeah, for nosebleeds, you have to buy a lot of trees to, to, yeah. to get her tickets. Uh, Jamie Foxx, the great Jamie Foxx, fifty-five years. Yeah, yeah. talented man. Jamie. Yeah, as talented as they get, man. Actor, comedian, uh, singer, artist. He played that Ray Charles role to the T. Yeah, he did. Best. I oftentimes sometimes think that that is him, man. I'm telling you, you know something. He was brilliant. Man, brilliant. You ought to hear him when he does imitations of Denzel Washington. Oh, man. He's dead funny. on. I think I could do funny anything. funny, man. Yeah. Uh, Dick Van Dyke, still alive. 97, 97 years young. Dick Van Dyke. Still goes wow. to the gym every day. Dick wow. Van Dyke. I yeah. love that show, the Dick Van Dyke show. Incredible. I love it. Right? Uh, Steve Buscemi, the actor, is 65 years old. Ricky Fowler, the golfer, is 34 years old. Yep. Mary Todd Lincoln, born on this day in 1818. Yep. Good old Abe's uh, wife. Good uh, old Abe. <laughs> <laughs> and they say something's wrong with me. <laughs> Good old Abe. <laughs> Ted Nugent is 74 years old. Um, once had him as a guest on Daily News Live, and it was uh, crazy back in the day during the Republican convention in 2000. Mm. Uh, Mars Day, Gunner. Yeah. Jungle love. <laughs> hey. Oh, e oh, e oh. I think I want to know you. Know you. Da, 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 da. Um, hey, there, there is one more uh, football player. Yes. You get it? Go ahead. Vaughn Hebron. Oh, Vaughn. Hey, Hebron. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Another former alum of CSN. Yeah. Well, they, they have him as an actor instead of a football player. Actor. He's, actor. He, they have him in the actor slot. Yeah. Yeah, because he acted. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't, I don't know. know. That's interesting. All right. So uh, uh, Robert Prosky, who was a longtime actor, been in a lot of different things. He's 30 years old. Or he was born in 1930. He's not 30 years old. He was born in 1930. Uh, one of my favorite from my – when I was a, a wrestling fan as a kid, the Junkyard Dog. Whoa, it's one of born, my favorites, dude. Yes. Love yes. Junkyard Dog. Yeah, yeah man. Born this day, 1952. He was awesome, man. Yeah, wow. he was. Underrated. Uh, Rex and Rob Ryan, 60 years old, the twins, buddies. Wow, boys. buddy yep. boys, yeah. Yep. Uh, Archie Moore, the, the uh, heavyweight champion, boxer, born on this day in 1913, Archie. Uh, Mike Tarico of uh, yeah, NBC, formerly ESPN now, uh, 56 years old, Mike Tarico. Wow. Ferguson Jenkins is, uh, is 80 years young today. Larry Doby, who was the first African-American player in the American League. Yep, yep. Born on this day in 1923. Wow. 99 years old. Bob Barker is 99. Still Isn't doing his thing. Isn't that something? The price is right there, man. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Oh, man. Yes. Good for him. Hey, hanging out with all those TV models, man. Amen. Yes. I keep you young. Uh, who's, all right. What other birthdays do we have that I'll dip into movies? Um, Catherine Schwarzenegger, daughter okay. of Arnold, and yep. she's married to Chris Pratt, the actor. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, she's 33. Okay. Uh, Christopher Plummer. Oh, yeah. Who's Captain Von Trapp in Sound of Music. Yep. Um, he won remember? a Tony and Emmy and, and yes. something else. Yeah. Yes. And, and um, an Oscar. He won all three. What, when the B, when the, when the UFC was really getting its name, uh, cemented. BJ Penn was one of the best on the circuit in the in the UFC. Okay. Uh he's 44 now. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yep. And let's see. That's it. 
Okay. Uh, Tony Curran, really good actor. All right. He was on uh, League of Unusual uh, Extraordinary Men. Yeah, League, okay. of Extraordinary League of Extraordinary Men. Gentlemen. Yep. Yeah. He was a. Uh, he was the. He was the um, invisible guy. Ah. So okay. he. Uh, it's his birthday. So I mean, right. I, I, pretty good actor. All right. All right. Good one. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's go movies. Jerry Maguire. This yeah, day, nineteen ninety six. Show me the money. Show uh, me the money. Jerry Maguire, <laughs> one of the uh, one of the one of the greats. Uh, twenty thirteen, American Hustle with Christian Bale and Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley yep. Cooper. Yep. Nineteen ninety five, Sense and Sensibility. I didn't see mm-hmm. it, but I think it I didn't people see liked one. it. Uh, Preacher's Wife was at Denzel and Whitney. Yep. Ninety six. That one came out. Um. That's all I got. Movies. What, what, what else? That's uh, it. Yeah, yeah. That's all I got, man. Uh, you got Jumanji: The Next Level, 2019. Okay. Uh, the Hot Chick, 2002. That was that comedy. You ever see that one? Is that the Wayans? No. No, that was um. What's his name? It was man. White um, Chicks. Right. Oh, the Hot Chick was um. Oh my goodness, I can't think of his name now. Okay. A comedian. He's a comedian. Um. Okay. Can't think of it. Uh, one of my favorite um, like action movies, yeah. which I saw for the first time on Netflix. I, my brother said, "You got to see this movie." I'm like, "What? What is this?" Uh, Six Underground came Six out. Two- Underground. Okay. You got to see that one with uh, Ryan Reynolds. You got to watch that one. All right. Watch it on Netflix. You'll love. It. If you like action movies, kind of like Fast and the Fury plus espionage and all that stuff, you'll love this movie. All right, I'll check it uh, out. Clue came out in 1985. Oh, that's good. Uh, 2013, A Madea Christmas. All right. Another good one. Um, 2013, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smog. One of my favorites. Yep. That one came out in 13. Bombshell came out in 2019. Uh, Mars Attacks. That was the dumbest movie I've ever watched. I love I Mars Attacks. I only watched 10 minutes of the movie. I said, this is, this is yes, exactly. I said, this is even too stupid for me to watch. And I watched a lot of stupid movies. Okay. And one of my favorites, Barrett, I know you'll love this one. 2002, Drumline. Oh, yeah. That was uh, one of the all-time classics. Movie. Oh, they had a couple of those, movie. didn't they? Yep. Yes, it was two of them. But that first one, when they had the, ba- the battle off at the end of the movie, the two drumlines go to center field and have that battle up. Man, that was awesome. Okay. Yeah, very good. So, oh, oh hey, hey my, my fault, my fault. Um, Von Hebron Jr., that's Von's son, who's a uh, – Oh, really? Yeah, in fact, Von Hebron was uh was um Coach Thomas's roommate. My fault. I appreciate it, bro. It was uh Oh, his son's were, an actor. Yeah, they were roommates their rookie year. So, you know, that's what it was. It says his son's an actor. Oh, that's why. That's oh, okay. Hey, the child for Sundown is an actor. I didn't know. Really hey, hey Bear, Fitness Rebel said Mars Attacks is a classic. Don't do that, Digga. Ain't no classic. Right. Hey, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no. Is, I'm man. sorry. That ain't no classic. No. Then, then who is this? Blowing Re- up and all that. Ramos 209. Mars Attack is great. Dank Burrito. I love Mars Attack. No. See? I'm See? sorry. Nope. See? I watched that movie and all that. When I started hearing that, that's, that's it. I'm done. That's it. Yeah. I'm all done. Right. Can't do it. Well, we're done. Uh, that'll do it for us. Uh, no. Yes. No. Yes. Want to thank Xander Krause. I gotta go check program. on his roast, man. It's roast smelling good in this oven in here, man. Oh, you didn't know? We didn't know you were cooking a roast. Did you oh no, Trishka Trish came down. She put the roast in the oven. She said, "When you finish with your show, I need you to put these carrots and potatoes. Cut up potatoes in there with the roast." I'm hungry. Now, man. Take care of her, man. I know she's faint. Yeah, right yeah. Now, go, bro. go help her. 
but go help. Yeah, we'll do man, your thing. You know. All right. Uh, thank everybody in the chat section. You guys are the best. Everybody streaming, everybody listening. Thank you. We do appreciate you. Don't go Mars anywhere. Mars attacks suck. I'm sorry, people. You got the National Football Show with Dan Silio. Hey, hey Dan started making people mad. He started that. Now, I don't know, man, but right now, fans are starting to look at Dan like he doesn't know what he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? He actually said Purdy was better than Jalen Hurts. No, he didn't. No, he did not. There's no way he said it to you, Rob. Now Dan like Dan likes to create controversy. Dan ain't say no mess like that. I just send it. I just send it to you, D Gun. All right, so you got to listen up. Uh, Going to be interesting. What's going on there? We're back same time tomorrow. Thank you, everybody. Have a great Tuesday. (laughs) We'll see you tomorrow at twelve. We are Sports Take Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Post game show with Seth Joyner. I knew that they had a running game. Derek Gunn. He has put in the effort. Devin Caney. Had we not won the Super Bowl, what would we be saying? And Mike Missanelli. Well, you know how Philly is. Post game, now streaming on the 6ABC family of apps. fans on earth it's a bold statement but would you expect anything less from philadelphia 58 years of heartache creates a toughness a grit a resolve not found in most sure our prayers were answered but now that we've had a taste we're looking for more pondley hockey official partner of the philadelphia eagles Number one, Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown is rolling back prices for a December to remember. For a limited time, you can own, not lease, brand new 2023 Jeep Wranglers for only $39.95 or $339 per month. New Rams starting at only $39.95 or new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cabs $189 per month. Zero down can deliver. Get the price you want, the selection you need, and the VIP treatment you deserve. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown, big finish sales event. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.